JMV here with Brian Kahn from Floors to Your Home. Fans, if you're shopping for flooring of any kind, you need to check these guys out. You're going to have the most incredible, totally hassle-free shopping experience ever. JMV, we really appreciate you saying that. That's our goal every day, to offer our customers a quick, easy, and hassle-free experience at all of our Floors to Your Home locations. Fans, it works like this. You see the product you like. It's going to be cheaper than anywhere else. That's for sure. Then you can immediately take it home with you or have it installed. That's right. No hassle, no special order. Just see it, buy it, and take it home, or have it installed. Like three rooms of hardwood, laminate, or waterproof flooring starting at just 349 and they have everything in stock. I'm doing my whole house, and believe me, this is the best shopping experience you'll ever have. Three convenient locations, Avon, Noblesville, and Brookville Road. Who gives the quickest, easiest, and most hassle-free buying experience? Floors to your home. That's who. What in the hell do you think you are doing? Hey, John Boy. I'm telling you straight, it's my way or the highway. So anybody wants to walk, do it now. Hey, everybody, we're all going to get late. And again, it's picked up. It's Darius Leonard. A pick six for the Maniac. Touchdown, I-N-D-Y. Yes, sir. Oh, oh the dickens. Double time. John, I have never been better to be on the air with you here in Indianapolis, a place where so many of my dreams have come true. The Ride with JMV on 93.5 and 107.5. The Fan. Hey, welcome in. And this is the beginning of the Labor Day weekend bender. Mystic Waters Campground off of I-69 in Pendleton. You have heard all about this. It is absolutely legit. And honestly, we could not have picked a better day to start out what is going to be an epic Labor Day weekend here in central Indiana. Get off of I-69 in Pendleton. This is what we like to call, too, a backyard bourbon broadcast. So that means our betting analyst Brent Holverson is here. We'll talk with him in a second. That means we've got lots of bottles flowing here. That means we have Ryan Stoltz of New Belgium Brewing and Bells. He's got the beer here, and Richard is on the way from Ford's Garage. In fact, Ford's Garage is not too far away. I mean, you just go down I-69 basically right here, or maybe if you want to go what is this 38 or whatever this is out 38 you want to go there to rue off and you go right down to Fords. it is easy to find so that is where we are today and we have a busy show for you because i have a special treat you know i mentioned this yesterday we always love to do an expanded conversation before the start of a cold season and most of this conversation we're going to have is going to be without much Jonathan Taylor interest whatsoever. So everybody at the same time can say hallelujah. Not a lot of Jonathan Taylor conversation, but it is going to be your primer for the start of the NFL season. I know it's a week from Sunday for the Colts. It's a week from last night for the NFL in general. But Rick Venturi, not only is he going to join us as he normally does, but Rick is on his way here. Rick is going to join us live here at Mystic Waters Campground for an hour, 3.30 until 4.30, and he's going to get you right on all the Colts' offense, defense, positional players, battles, 
quarterbacks, all that with Rick coming up here at 3.30. Bob Lovell going to join us, too, week three of the high school football season. Bob joins us coming up here in five or six minutes. Voice of the Hoosiers, Don Fisher, IU and Ohio State coming up tomorrow afternoon, 2.30. The coverage begins downstairs, if we were in the building, on 93 WIBC. And we'll also talk with Mike Wells of ESPN Radio coming up in the 4 o'clock hour as well. So we got all that for you. We're going to have the food. we got the beverages. Let's bring in our betting analyst, Brent Halverson, who, I'll be honest with you, this was his idea. This whole thing was the brainchild, the idea of Brent Halverson, and it's all coming to life right here, Billy. All right here. Brent, how you doing? Outstanding, man. How are you? You're, you're, you're chasing it a little bit, like you went full throttle from South Bend. You know what? Right? It was a little full throttle today, but it's good to be here. I mean, what weather, right? This yes. is, It couldn't be a better weekend, and uh, I'm, I'm looking for, I've been looking forward to this since we kind of came up with it, right? This is going to be fun, and uh, it's all going to start right now. So come on out to uh, Mystic Waters Campground. We've got some great samples out there. We've got uh, Ryan Stoltz with uh, New Belgian Brewing over there. Like you mentioned, yeah. Ford's Garage bringing some food in. Joe's Grill will have the food truck open after that from 6 to 10 tonight. Got DJ Skids going to be playing Skids some is music, be right? Out. You know what? Don't forget about Skids. Not only is Skids coming tonight and doing it for Mystic Waters Campground for all of our enjoyment, he's going to come tomorrow night. He's going to plug in to our JMV Takeover set, and then we're going to do some live requests and Skids doing the mini mix thing here, which is all just about to blow my mind. I mean, it is. There's a lot happening here. I tell, really you, I tell you what, John, I'm really excited to watch this uh, first time ever live edition <laughs> yeah. of the uh, JMV Takeover I, I, I hope it goes up and doesn't spiral down, but yeah, it, um, it's going to be great. It is going to be great. And I again, mean, really the is. weather couldn't be any better, man. It's, uh, what, 80 degrees, just beautiful. I mean, look at the water right now, the sun shining. Yep. Great, happy people coming around. And uh, again, uh, I, I got to get you. I, I, I failed you, my friend. I haven't got brought to your uh, introductory that, cocktail to start the day. That's okay. I don't know if I want to lean into this as heavy as I normally do, because there's a lot of time, right? There's going to be a lot of time here. There is, but the, the benefit, John, with you staying out here yes. all weekend is you don't have to drive. I don't have to drive. So you know what? We might uh, we might drop it into second gear a little faster than normal. Let me that? tell you all that are listening out there right now, too. If there's ever been a party cabin at Mystic Waters Campground, it will be cabin number 39. Because cabin number 39 is right over there. That is where I'm going to be housed. And a shout-out to Brent and Lisa because they set me up the closest cabin to the bathroom. That's right. Would be cabin number 39. That's right. That's where the party's happening. Right right off the beach, right Right by the the bathroom. I mean, right to the bathroom. Hey, we want want this to feel like a home (laughs) game for you, right? So uh, you don't have to worry about the uh, non-home game apparel. It will. I think I walked further in my house, I think, (laughs) to get to the bathroom than I do out here now. So, yeah, it is going to feel like a home game game too. Hey, tell people what they, they may not know, especially about what you may have available today, tomorrow, into the weekend. Well, you know, we do. We have 26 cabins. All the cabins are rented uh, for the weekend, uh, but we have uh, we do have some RV spots left and there's plenty. There's 38 acres out here, John, so there's plenty of uh, camping, tent camping opportunities and we've got, uh, you know, designated spots. There's fire rings there for you. You've got great shaded area and uh, it, there's plenty of room for everybody to come 
come out and enjoy. Be safe and have fun. Oh, man, this is awesome. You're right, though. You could not ask for a better day. Not at all. All right, what uh, concoctions do we have ready to be made over there? What do we got from the Heaven Hill Distillery label? Well, I tell you, and, and here shortly, maybe after break, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a big announcement. Uh, oh. and, and, and a gentleman happens to be out here today. Okay. Uh, I'm going to announce very excited. There's a new addition to the Heaven Hill, Indiana family. And, oh, uh, man. Might see him a little bit back over there, but uh, we, we've got the full lineup over there. I mean, I've got some great stuff over there. Of course, all the Evan Williams uh, family of brands with the black label, white label, 1783. You got Evan Williams Cherry, yeah. Evan Williams Peach, Evan Williams Apple. We got some fire back there. Luna's Old Tequila, your favorite Larceny Bourbon. Yeah. We've got some specialties with Heaven Hill's seven year old Bottle and Bond, Widow Jane Bourbon, it's a 10 yeah. year old. Uh, we've also got uh, we've got some great stuff. I mean, we've got all kinds of stuff. And again, these aren't samples today. We got some full cocktails. No, coming it, out. It, full cocktails are flowing here. And, and you mentioned that special announcement you have. And in terms of Central Indiana, uh, we can only compare it to, let's say, for example, Otani all of a sudden got picked up and went someplace else, you know, away from the Angels to a different baseball team. Let's just say he goes across L.A. and plays for the Dodgers. This is the equivalent of that right here. 100 I mean, percent. There's no injury. There's no injury. Central Indiana's Otani right here. That is absolutely. I mean, that, that's a great. This way is to a put big it. deal. You know, what's, what's great about the announcement you're going to make and the person that you're going to be talking about and describing is that everybody knows him. You know, it's like the cheers, the, the the cheers intro. Everybody knows your name. Everybody knows him. Absolutely. Yeah, right. Everybody knows him. That's a big deal. I could right not there. be more honored and I'm excited <laughs> to kind of let the uh, cat out of the bag because he will start officially uh, really kind of, I mean, Tuesday is yeah. the official date, but uh, really today he's done with his previous engagements and uh, absolutely honored to have him. And it's going to be huge for Heaven Hill Brands here in the state of Indiana. I know you've been running back and forth with, with Bernie to South Bend, and I know you've been setting up here and getting uh, the campgrounds ready for this incredible Labor Day weekend bender that we're putting on here, but have you had a chance to think about football games. You know, I have, John. I was actually, uh, when I was driving back today, I was uh, really taking in some uh, a lot of the the last weekend of, uh, of notes, right? Yeah. we got football starting less than a week away. Six days on yep. Thursday. Uh, football's here. Very excited for it. You know, as we'll talk on, on Thursday, we have our first edition of the Larceny Locks and Lose Little Shots. That's going to be at Joe's Grill in Castleton yep. next Thursday. Uh, we'll go through it and talk about it. But, you know, again, the first couple weeks, we're going to take it a little bit easy. Uh, you always want to start slow, see how these uh, teams, a lot of new a lot of new shifting and grooving of what's going on with players out there. So uh, we'll have some good stuff to talk about on Thursday at Joe's Grill in Castleton. All right. We're thinking about tomorrow. You got Purdue, Fresno State at noon, West Lafayette, a brand new looking redone um, Ross Age Stadium. That's at noon. Fresno State, Jeff Tetford's their head coach. There's no slacking going on there. Guy, offensively speaking, is legit. Then you got IU in Bloomington versus Ohio State tomorrow afternoon at 3.30, which is, I think, a, a, a robust line to say the least. 30 is that 30. Number, John. 30. Uh, do, do, do you want to announce this later? You want to talk about this now? What do you think? You know what? I'll give a little teaser on that. Give a little teaser. I actually, I actually like that 30 points. Do I you actually really? like the Hoosiers plus the 30. I think it's going to be you know close to that, but 30 points is a lot, especially week one coming out. Uh, they're going to be playing in Bloomington, so that's a big thing. There's going to be a lot of people over there really amped up. Team is, uh, you know, we're going to see. We're going to see what yeah. they have, but again, you're going to give me 30 points to start the week at home. Uh, um, I do like that a little bit more than going the other way. That's uh, Brent Halverson right there, everybody, the architect here at Mystic Waters Campground and of our Labor Day weekend bender, Heaven Hill Distillery, also combining this with 
a backyard bourbon broadcast, too. So, everybody, come on out. Get off work early. It's not like anybody's doing jack squat anyway. I mean, come on out here and join us. I mean, look, Rick Venturi's walking up here right now. I mean, Rick gets out here. We're going to talk some Colts with Rick coming up in a minute. So, everybody, come on out. Come on out and enjoy. This is uh, it's wide open. There's free. There's no charge to come out and see this today, tonight. Uh, so, come on out and enjoy. And, again, we've got plenty of spots to camp. We've got an RV. Great spots to go ahead and camp up uh, for the entire weekend. Beautiful Labor Day weekend coming up here. 80 degrees and beautiful. Yep. You know, come out and join Cabin us. Cabin number 39. Cabin 39. That's this it. weekend, That's everybody. Right. All right. We'll talk with you coming up in a minute. I'm ready cocktail-wise, too. Yes, I will I be right back, my friend. I think I'm ready to lean into it now. <laughs> there we go. All there right. I love That's, it. Uh, that is uh, my, my good friend Brent Halverson here, uh, Heaven Hill Distillery. Our Backyard Bourbon broadcast is here at Mystic Waters Campground, I-69, and the Pendleton exit. About 20 minutes away from Rick Venturi, who's going to join us and talk a ton of Colts here. But on the Andy Moore Automotive Group Hotline, week three of the high school football season, let's bring on board from Indiana Sports Talk tonight and tomorrow night, Network Indiana affiliates across the state. It is our friend Bob Lovell who joins us now. Hello, Bob. How you doing? John, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. You know what? The only better spot you could be is up here enjoying the weekend with us. The only thing better you could be doing. Um, um, do you have a pool? Well, we have a lake. We okay, have a lake. Well, I know um, you have a pool, so you're going to be you're going to be poolside I, when I you're do. not talking up, right? When yeah. you're not talking up on the show, you're going to be right. poolside, right? <laughs> Actually, I pulled myself away from the pool to do this interview, so uh, I'm getting, you know, I'm, I'm working out. I'm, I'm getting my routine. <laughs> That's show well, prep. And show prep by the pool. Yeah, no, yes, there, no <laughs> doubt about that. There, there is a, um, a lot going on in this week, number three. Go ahead, though. Let's rewind a little bit. It, tell me what your thoughts were on the first two weeks we've seen. I think the first two weeks were pretty neat in a sense that you got a chance to see uh, some teams play uh, in different geographic areas. And we've talked about this before. you got some of the Fort Wayne schools to play, uh, some of the central Indiana, Marion County teams. Uh, there were other uh, types of situations around the state. But, you know, normally you don't see uh, the Fort Wayne, the Snyders and, and Lures and those kinds of teams play teams outside of Fort Wayne because the conference uh, affiliation and scheduling as it is. And so those things have changed a little bit. And I, th- I think it gives uh, opportunities for everybody to play better teams. And, you know, the Indianapolis area has had great success in winning championships. And I think if you're in the Fort Wayne area or in areas uh, other than central Indiana, you want to play these teams in, Indi- in Indianapolis and find out what you are, how you compare, and what you need to do to improve be able to challenge for a championship. So I, I think that's, that certainly seems to have worked for the, the teams involved in that in these first two weeks. We've seen a lot of points scored. We've seen a whole lot of points scored in the first two weeks. And, uh, you know, the question is, everybody ready to go? Conference play tonight. I think you're beginning to see teams separate themselves, if you will, uh, in terms of who's legit, uh, even though you're two weeks into it and there's still a lot more to be played. But uh, tonight may be one of those nights, John, where this might be the Friday night with as good a game statewide as we'll stay all, uh, see all year long because there's some really so, tremendous games all over the state. 
Yeah, no doubt about that. Bob Lovell, Indiana Sports Talks, got you covered on all of it later on tonight. Uh, we'll start with our high school football game of the week, brought to you by your 14 Central Indiana Joe Childers run, CarX locations. You got Trinity out of Louisville, Kentucky, and you have Center Grove. Center Grove looked like that they bounced back nicely uh, against Jackson, Tennessee. Uh, last week after that loss on the road in Canton, Ohio, the week prior, which was a huge test. Um, and and I, listen, I know he doesn't want to lose, and you know he doesn't want to lose, but I bet you Eric Moore is cool with trying to figure out and then figuring out exactly what these guys are doing and getting everything in place. He probably took a lot away from that week one that helped him out in week number two last week. Well, he hasn't won three straight championships without a reason. I mean, he is a tremendous tactician, a tremendous motivator. Uh, I think he has some, obviously, new faces at certain spots, and so they're trying to find their way along. It was an impressive win for them last week, uh, without question. Uh, they, this is the murderous opening part of their schedule continues with an always good Trinity team out of Louisville. and. You know, we talk about that improvement from game one to game two, and you're trying to continue it obviously now from game two to game three. And so uh, it's a, another very important game for them. But you had to feel better, much, much better about who you are as a team and as a group and what you did last week. How difficult is it when you know these games are so incredibly valuable? Um, regardless, and I know Center Grove schedule is a lot different than everybody else's. How difficult is it week after week, especially, you know, with a, a beginning loss, for example, to shake that off, go back to work, refocus, and then go at it the next week? Because these things all of a sudden now start coming at you incredibly rapid fire. Well, it's hard. I mean, it's hard to do for, for adults, let alone 16, 17, 18-year-old kids. And so, you know, as a player – you're frustrated because you know, you're you're buying into what the coach is uh, having you do. You, you you've been to the workouts. You're trying to make yourself better physically. You're trying to get better as a team, and to not win that's disappointing. And to not win more than once is disappointing. And you can talk to kids all you want to about this is a great schedule and this will benefit us later on. They need that immediate payback. Uh, they they need that immediate reward. And so it's really difficult. For you to, to keep your kids zeroed in and play at the level they need to play, uh, we're playing that difficult to schedule. And I, I applaud Coach Moore and others who've been able to do it. It's not an easy thing to do by any means. Ask him if the Millers are for real. Hey, okay, Rick Venturi's here I with me that. right now. No, he wants to know real. if Noblesville, if the Millers are for real. That they really are. <laughs> no, no, they are. I mean, they. I tell you what, you know, all of Hamilton County is for real, to be honest. And so they've stepped their games up. Uh, they've struggled, obviously, in the last two or three years. But this is legit. Uh, they, they have played very, very well. They've got some really, uh, I think, very talented. Um, uh, some of their uh, skilled players are really talented. Uh, they are a legit football team. And, again, uh, you, when everyone around you is elevating their play, uh, you have to you know, reach down and figure out a way to keep up with them, and it's a very competitive situation. No, no doubt about that. And I, I'm thinking about this, for example. Uh, like, how about Franklin Central? You know, getting off to that 2-0 start now. Right. Uh, they're going to get a test tonight against uh, 2-0 Brownsburg, certainly. But coming off that 26 win over Ron Colley last weekend, how about that nice start at Franklin Central? Well, it's impressive. I, you know, I think that they, uh, again, you know, a good win over Ron Colley. Uh, Ron Colley 
I, I think is a solid, solid football team. I think we all know that. They'll find out much more about themselves, obviously, against Brownsburg tonight. You have one of the most explosive offenses in the state. you got to figure out a way. You have to figure out a way to score, uh, move the chains, as they like to say, and you can't give up big plays against Brownsburg. It's going to be a long, long night for you. So, yeah, it's one of those situations where you're playing better. You're ranked 14th at Franklin Central for a reason. You've got, you've got good players, but you have maybe one of, if not the best team on your schedule coming in tonight. Four and five in 5A clash this evening. Decatur Central, 2-0 and on the season, 1-1 one and one Whiteland uh, down in Johnson County, Bob, later on this evening. Well, Decatur Central is off to a really, really good start. I mean, they had some guys back from last year, had a nice run. They struggled a little bit early last year. Whiteland played for a championship, lost a number of those kids, uh, trying to fit, you know, move people to different spots, taking them a while. I, I think they're struggling right now to find some identity and make some consistency in terms of plays on both sides of the ball. Nice little uh, – it's a great conference matchup, mid-state conference matchup between – Two really good football teams. So, Bob Lovell, Indiana Sports Talk coming up tonight, tomorrow night. You can find, uh, obviously, uh, throughout uh, Network Indiana affiliation, as always, every Friday and Saturday night. Um, let's go a little bit south here. I mean, as, as the numbers get smaller in terms of class size, uh, the <laughs> south starts to step up with better teams. Um, let's look in the south right now. In, in terms of the, the best in the south is Evansville Wrights at 2-0, and Class 4A, maybe at the top of that list to begin with? Well, Wrights is as good as anybody down there. Uh, I don't think there's any question. Uh, you know, it's a situation where, you know, they've been good for a long, long time. Uh, I, I think Castle is a, a good football team, too. Uh, but I think Wrights, if you uh, obviously you look at the uh, at the polls, uh, they're clearly at or near the top of all that. And so I think for, for most people, when you, you think about what they've been able to accomplish at Wrights over the long haul, uh, you know, they're they're really solid. Um, I think right now they they're probably the best of the bunch. Although there's a whole lot of football to be played, but a good place to start. Wrights is good. Modern Day is good again, John. There. Frank Kiley in 2A, uh, they're legit. So, uh, yeah, some tremendous, tremendous teams down in, in the Evansville area without question. Yeah, so Bob Lovell's with us. So I mentioned Ron Kiley, uh, one and one, and certainly they lost an absolute ton from that team a year ago. And with Chittard, Chittard, they're reloading at 2-0. and Those two teams coming up later on this evening too, Bob. Well, Chittard is really good. I mean, the, and this will be a great match. It's always a great matchup. But Chittard rolling. They're, they're playing, you know, Chittard football. Ron Colley obviously coming off a loss. Uh, it's a big game for them. Uh, there's no question. You know, you're one-third of the uh, way into your season. You, you need a win. Uh, you're on the road if you're on Cali. You need to bounce back. But you're playing a very, very good football team that will run the ball at you. Uh, make you have to make plays. Big thing for uh, I think Ron Colley here is defensively. You got to create some turnovers, and you clearly have to take advantage of them because you don't want to let your guards dominate the ball, which they're clearly capable of, of doing. Hey, Bob, before I let you go, too, looks like we have a southeast side of Indianapolis number one battle between two A and Class A. 
later on tonight. Triton Central and Lutheran clash in a week three. That's a nice week three matchup right there. No, it really is. I mean, Triton Central, Tim Abel's been there a long time. Great coach. Uh, Dave Pash, tremendous coach at at Lutheran. Everybody knows Lutheran's going back-to-back. Very capable of making it three in a row. This is really, to be honest, uh, a, a, a game between this would also be, almost be John like a uh, state championship matchup. Both these teams are capable of winning the one eight shot the championship, and so you know how these kind of games boil down to: uh, get take care of the ball, uh, get the ball in the end zone. Uh, it's a a big strong front line for uh, Lutheran on both sides of the football. Some really skilled players back from last year's championship team. You're talking about maybe the, the in terms of the caliber of play and evenness of play. This may be the best game in the entire state. Bob Lovell, Indiana Sports Talk tonight, tomorrow night. It's good to have you covered with everything this evening and then uh, you know, all the uh, college football from Purdue, Fresno State, IU, Ohio State, and then some coming up tomorrow night for you. Indiana Sports Talk, year number 30 with Bob Lovell with us. Brought to you by your 14 Central Indiana CarX locations, carx.com for that location nearest you. All right, time to get out of the pool for good. And get ready for a night of high school football. All right, you got a big show coming up. John, I actually think I'll go back in and catch a little more quality time and uh, uh, delay, <laughs> yeah. my, uh, delay my start, okay? How's that? By the way, that voice you hear right here is Rick Venturi. Rick Venturi is uh, doing a lot of work right here. Bob, Rick, Rick, Bob. Yeah, hey, great to, great a, to hear you, Bob. Fan. No question about that. I, I asked you about the, the Millers because uh, I've got a future Miller. He's on the grinders right now, and that's Austin Venturi is going to be a part of that program. So I'm kind of on top of that one. Well, as I said, you know, they, they've, they've struggled in the last three or four years. And, and listen, I don't have to tell you, you know, the caliber play in Hamilton County, that sectional one of the hardest ones to win. Uh, but they've just stayed the course. The kids have just gotten better and better. Uh, and clearly there's a, a lot of reasons to be excited about Miller football right now. There you go, Bob. You have a great weekend, great Labor Day weekend, and we'll talk at you again next Friday. John, as always, thanks. I appreciate it very much. It's a Bob Lovell of Indiana Sports Talk. You heard the voice. Rick Venturi is here. We're at Mystic Waters Campground, the site of our Labor Day weekend bender. What do you think, Rick? Oh, Could my you hang out God. here for a while? This is absolutely beautiful. <laughs> and, of course, 38, you know, to, yeah. to Hoosier Park up here. This, this, is, this is my country. This is my motorcycle. If I'd have known where, we were gonna, where I was going to be able to park, I would have rode the chopper out here. <laughs> Such a fabulous day. Oh, man. So we got a lot to talk about here, and I've already warned people that there's not going to be a great deal of Jonathan Taylor. Let me tell you, people are pretty cool with it. I think people are pretty exhausted with the subject in general. Yeah, and you know what? In reality, all we've done is continue the uh, Days of Our Lives saga. Really, I mean, uh, we've just taken everybody off the hook for four more weeks. But, uh, you know, it's upsetting to me. I, you know, I I thought Jonathan Taylor, in my 40 years of either coaching or covering the game, 
um, was certainly one of the most exciting players that I've ever yeah. covered. And he was a, a joyful player. He's a face of the franchise. Ten runs over 50 yards. 50 runs over 10 yards. So, I mean, you had greatness where you have greatness right there. You know, and to see this development, to see him walking around the field with the hoodie and now the frown and just the whole package is is um, is really upsetting. And in the end here, nobody's winning. I mean, no, yeah. the Colts aren't winning. Jonathan's not winning. Somebody that wants Jonathan's not winning. So, and again, all the uh, all the PUP for uh, you know another month is doing is um, you know is just is just putting it prolonging the it's, agony. It's just kicking yeah. kicking the can really. And I and I don't really think anything. The the moment of truth will come. The moment of truth will come when the Colts medical staff at some point says you're ready. Now, that might not be possible because, you know, as was explained in the press conference, you know, there's residual pain and, the, you know, he's not ready. And, of course, you know, that I've coached for so long. I mean, different people react different ways. Yeah. There's no two guys react the same thing. But, you know, as long as that is the caveat, you know, I don't know. But if, if you, have, you have a problem in Circle City if and when the Colts training staff says <laughs> you're okay, <laughs> now – he has to make a decision, and then if he goes the wrong way, I've been through all that. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. know I know all about that stuff. So, you know, hopefully, again, in the in the four weeks, he will get healthy. Probably never be, would have thought be be, people would be comparing the two right now. No, I, I, well, absolutely not. I mean, and if you if you would have said that this was going to be a development to me in June, I, I'd have said you're crazy. Yeah. You know, and of course. You know, in training camp, because there's so many people, there's not, not games of any significance, none of, none of that news. It's there. You talk about it, but it's not imminent. Now, when you're getting ready for the Jaguars a week from Sunday, yes. all of a sudden things take on a much, much well, more importance. That's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about all that. And if you guys have any questions, too, do not hesitate. Call James at 239-1070, and uh, we will uh, get you on here with any of your questions you might have. Inside the Lounge via YouTube Live on Twitter at JMV1070, we have an hour with Rick Venturi. I'm going to also set the camera so it's not on the shadowed figure that is me and get us both right here. But I do, I do give you a great shot of the lake. The lake behind us looks oh spectacular, doesn't it? God. Not? You know, I, I drive by this place, you know, it seems like every other day, but I've actually never driven down in the cabins. What a cool place yeah. to, to spend a weekend or some time. My God, this is awesome. All ready to get loose up in here. It is the Labor Day weekend bender with Heaven Hill Distillery. Today is also a backyard bourbon broadcast. I just saw Richard come in here with our Ford's Garage food. Hi, Nicole. Hi, Harley D. Good to see you guys. So the food is here. The beverage is here. Ryan Stoltz over there, New Belgium Brewing and Bell's Brewery. They've combined assets now. So the beer is here. All we need is you to get started on the Labor Day weekend. But we get all the Colts conversation you need on the other side. Rick Venturi joins us from the radio network, the former NFL coach. We're live from Mystic Waters Campground. It is a Labor Day weekend Friday. Inside the lounge via YouTube Live. Get there if you guys want to see exactly what you're missing right now. The stream, the app, HD Radio at 93.5 and 107.5. The fan. The Ride with JMV. If you leave me 
93.5 and 107.5. The Fan. Hey, welcome back. We're at Mystic Waters Campground. We're starting the Labor Day weekend bender in style here with this show. We'll go into the Colts happy hour. DJ Skids will be here to entertain coming up later on tonight. So join us. This is also a backyard bourbon broadcast. So Heaven Hill Distillery, of course, is here. New Belgium Brewing is here. Ford's Garage is here with the food. So join us just right off of the Pendleton exit off of I-69. Um, and this is going to be a great time. Great weekend. The Jamby Takeover is going to be live for the first time tomorrow night right here, too. It is going to be fantastic. Also fantastic is Rick Venturi, who rejoins us right now. And you mentioned Pendleton being a picture postcard oh. type of town. It is. It is awesome over there. It's one of my favorite yeah. places. The the little antiques, the, the, the you know, the, just, the, 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 just the vibe when mm. you're there. It really is a cool place to live. No question about it. And actually, right on the expressway, you can get yeah. You can get downtown pretty quick. Until you get down near Castleton and then you get in stopped a, in traffic. In, yeah. in a second. Like I said, this is this <laughs> yeah. is, this is my motorcycle country out here coming out of that Morse Reservoir. All these back roads, man, I know them very you well. Stay away from that loose gravel, yeah, my friend. I, I do. No loose gravel. Yeah, I do. Uh, all right. Well, the Colts may be starting a season in some loose gravel themselves right here, let's just say. And we've documented the whole Jonathan Taylor situation. You know, maybe some numbers a little bit later on as to – when when Chris the other day was talking about four and twelve, four and twelve, and you know this is uh, you know this is who we are right now or whatever. We'll get to that in a second, but let's start with Anthony Richardson because I think that is going to have the most profound effect with the absence of Jonathan Taylor, without question. What do you think from what you've seen so far from the rookie? Well, I, I will say this. I'll start out with a little bit of hyperbole. In the, in the autumn of my life, in the <laughs> autumn of my career here, it is going to be my joy to watch this kid develop. There's no question about it. I very seldom, and you know me, John, like a book, I'm, I don't give you a company line. I, I don't. I, nothing is, is filtered. Everything is unfiltered. Very seldom do I ever actually like a kid that we drafted better five weeks after after I've watched him right. than I do this kid. And here, here's what I mean by that. You know, and if you if you actually just look at – I looked every practice since rookie minicamp, every joint practice, every, um, every preseason game, every big play that happened, every wow play that happened yeah. was Anthony Richardson. Right. Whether it's the long throw that was dropped, the seam, the big corner pattern – some of the runs, some of the designed runs, some of the escapes, you know, it, it really almost looked like, and I, I, I don't mean to be negative, almost like Rich John, you know, it was almost like Anthony and the Pips, yeah. to, to be honest right. with you. Yeah. And, and I think that is a bit That's of, a great reference, that, by the way, that right is, there. Yeah. That, that is a bit of a problem. Now, what I see in Anthony, and, and, one, and a couple of the reasons that he's really grown on me, one, it, it took nothing to... <clears throat> look at the combine results, watch the combine. I mean, Miss Sherry could go to the combine and walk out of there and say, this guy is unique. Right. This is unprecedented. These numbers are unprecedented. <clears throat> Excuse me. But what I've seen and what's been impressive to me is, John, he brings more quarterback skills uh, right, to the table. Um, you know, first of all, I didn't expect him to be as comfortable in the pocket as he is. He actually is very poised in the pocket. Uh, I, I thought he would be a one-look-and-run guy. 
He, he is not. He will go through the progression. At this point, maybe a little bit too long because it takes him a little time to process it. Number two, he has a tremendous – he's got good quarterback mechanics. Terrific release. It's compact. Ball comes out, tight spiral, comes out of there really, really good. And then he has great football character, okay? And what do I – how do I define football character? Number one, he has a high football IQ. He's a workaholic. He's a team first guy. He's humble. And he has a charisma about him. It's not, it's not like Peyton, the ringmaster, but it's a presence. He walks out of the field. There's just a presence. Part of it is yeah. the voice, the whole deal, right. the whole package. Now, he does only have 13 games under his belt. I don't think he has a very good supporting cast. So there's going to be bumps in the road. I mean, this thing isn't going to just take off. I will say that at some point, I think the merging of Steichen, who I like very much, if you want to talk about him, he is the perfect coach for Richardson and his development. And And I will say that at some point in time, there will be greatness there. Now, the problem right now is he doesn't have a lot of great players around him. I mean, we don't have the ambient guys, receivers, running backs. I think our offensive line is going to be better again. I think that's going to be a plus. And the things that he has to work on, you know, when people talk about accuracy, I always talk about Sunday accuracy versus Saturday accuracy. On Saturdays, quarterbacks throw to open receivers. On Sundays, you throw receivers open. Now, how does that affect Richardson? This is what I mean by that. What on on Sunday you have to anticipate where the receiver is gonna be and where the defender is gonna end up. Not where he is, where he's gonna end up. And that takes an amount of processing that's going to take time. Now, if he doesn't play, if you back him up and he watches, he's not going to get better. So you got to live with those things. What I see more than an inaccuracy of mechanics, of pure passing, is when he gets clouded, when he doesn't process something and doesn't see it right away, he tends to hold it, reload and then make try to make an athletic play which he probably made as a kid his whole life and when he does that he gets kind of off rhythm off balance I I think when he reloaded and tried to throw the screen at Buffalo and got intercepted that's an example of that uh you know and, and, and I think sometimes a great athlete I never had this problem but a great athlete has to kind of learn on how when to fold them you know, yeah, there's times right. it's just not there. Right. It's not going to be there. Put it in the dirt. Take the sack, whatever. So, I mean, I think those things are, 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 are going to take some time. But I think he has the perfect coach who just went through it with Jalen Hurts, who took Jalen Hurts from A to Z. Now, there's one thing I haven't talked a lot about, and I, I'll talk about it with you. A lot of my peers, a lot of coaches who came up in my era – uh, they don't. They don't. They haven't stayed up with this style of football. The difference in 1999 and playing today, in today's game, a kid like Richardson brings 50% of the game with them. Yeah. Peyton Manning came in and right. he had to learn the whole pro game. Hand the ball off. Every sophisticated coverage known to man. All the zone reads, the RPOs that he's been running in college, he brings that with him. So what the Colts have to do is they have to develop him on NFL situational football. 
third down where there's, you know, blitzes, a lot of sophistication, red zone, you know, and when he struggled in practice, it's been in those areas. And the other thing that is, I think is going to affect him, and, and it was when we worked out against Philadelphia last Tuesday, it hit me right between the eyes. It really did. Not that I don't know this, but sometimes when you look at it from the press box or you look at it on tape, you get one view. Here's what I saw at Philadelphia. And we're going to mirror Philadelphia. Philadelphia is where we want to be. Yeah. I mean, once we drafted Richardson, we changed the landscape of cold football. Yeah. You guys are talking about reboot, reload, all that. It's a reshaping. Sure. Because you're never going to look the same since we've been here. This is totally different. But what Philadelphia does is they can establish they can establish the running game with Jalen Hurts as the primary guy. They are quarterback run centric. And when they do that, they force you to come down with your safeties and what I call load the box. And we did a good job in that Tuesday practice. We took away the run. We basically take away, took away Hurts. But you know what happened? A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith said, okay, oh, yeah. you play us that way. They would have had probably 28 or 35 points sure. oh, yeah. to those guys because yeah. they immediately just go downfield, throw the ball on the outside of the numbers, throw it down there for touchdowns. And really, without those receivers, they'd be a really good team, but they'd be more around 500. Well, those guys make them a championship yeah. team. you know. And at this point, we haven't had anybody that has proven it to me, and, and I hope I'm proven totally wrong, that is going to, you know, they're going to poke fear in anybody outside the numbers. So Rick Venturi is with us, Mystic Waters Campground. And quick thing, and then we'll go to break here regarding the Colts. And, and you brought this up because with, with the wide receivers the Colts have, the thing I still notice that has been apparent forever Zero separation yeah, whatsoever. Yeah. And I think, I think with that's Richardson, fair. I think with Richardson, what you're talking about is trying to do it overall now using his athleticism. And I think that also holds true with his cannon of an arm. He's going to try to stuff that ball in there sometimes when there's nothing. Like, to me, I, I unfortunately, I visualize so many deflections that end up turning into defensive interceptions going the different way because he's going to force things because his receivers rarely find any window of separation with their defenders. I, oh, I think that's fair. And I, and I think it's been really apparent this summer. I, I actually thought that we looked better a year ago. I did too. Uh, you well. know, even with uh, Pierce, I thought we looked better a year ago. You know, Pittman has always been a, a possession you know, short first, second level guy. He's never been a guy that beats anybody deep. And Pierce was that guy who we thought could take the the top off the defense. But I think he struggled. Now, you know, maybe he will. But if I'll, I'll phrase, I'll kind of, I'll phrase your question a little bit different way because I look at what I look at is I look at when I when I get ready to, for a team and when I look at us, I look at it through the prism of a defensive coordinator looking at our offense. So. What is a defensive coordinator going to do? He's going to say, what we can do is let Richardson beat us with his legs. Yeah. I mean, his wild plays this summer are yeah. amazing. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's run over people. Yeah. The other night, it's third and, third and 15. He yeah. runs for 16. Yeah. We get a call back. It looked like that's what happens in 12-year-old football. So you're going to say, okay, we are going to shut off the edge, no matter how many guys it takes. We're not going to let you beat Richardson. We'll bring pressure on third down, fill every lane. We're not going to let him go. And we're going to say, we're going to play you one-on-one. We're going to press you. We're going to, you, you got Pittman and Pierce. 
you beat us one on one outside the numbers. And that's what the game's yeah. going to come down to. Now, Richardson's already showing you, he can throw the deep ball. All these kids coming out of college, the one thing they can do, they can really throw the deep ball. And he can throw the deep ball. But again, it's, I really think our season, you know, is, is, at least offensively, is going to come down to what can we accomplish outside the numbers. That, I, I think it's all about that. And, and, and we only have four guys on the team. Now we will have more. <laughs> so, I mean, it's really going to come down yeah. to Pierce stepping up, Pittman stepping up. I really think that's it. So, Rick Venturi right there. If you guys have anything you want to talk about at 239-1070, you can. You can also send me something at JMV1070 as well. Mystic Waters Campground. It is our Labor Day weekend. Bender just getting underway. Rick Venturi is here until 430. So, we've got more still to come, including the defense and including a lot of we were a four-win team. We were a four-win team regarding how they've handled things, in particular Jonathan Taylor. We'll get to the basics of that with Rick coming up here as well. Mystic Waters Campground on a Friday. Get you set for your Labor Day weekend. It's also a tavern. Check that. It's also a backyard bourbon broadcast. And we've got the food. We've got the beverages here. So join us. Mystic Waters Campground. We're outside of Pendleton on 93.5 and 107.5. The Fan. The Ride with JMV. Let me have a Diablo sandwich of Dr. Pepper. Make it fast. I'm going to damn hurry. 93.5 and 107.5. The Fan. Mystic Waters campground off of I-69 Pendleton Exit. You can join us here. It is a backyard bourbon broadcast to start with and what is going to be our Labor Day weekend uh, bender is what we're doing up here. You can join us. Um, hopefully you're staying up here already, but if you're not, you can join us anytime over the weekend and we shall see you. Rick Venturi is kind enough to join us for the better part of an hour right here. I want to get to the cornerback situation. Everybody was kind of wondering why Darius Rush uh, was jettisoned and then immediately picked up by the Super Bowl champion team in Kansas City. What does that look like and then why was that the move? you think for the Colts <laughs> I was awed by it yeah. I mean I, I, I'm still shocked by it I mean why at a position of tremendous need where we have nothing but unknowns going into the season and this kid is by far the fastest corner at 4-3-6 and he actually had good moments early in camp now you know he, he got torched a little bit late maybe there's a, a problem they don't like but I was you know and then we keep like a thousand defensive tackles some of <laughs> which do. I mean they're really on the witness pro- there's a couple guys we kept a defensive tackle that I mean they're on the witness protection program I, I, I don't, people tell me Chris has changed his philosophy you would, but you would I, have yeah. to tell me and and to, to give up a potential corner like that is maddening um, you know I will say that this is a position and I don't think we're going to know. I, I mean, I don't, you know, it's, it's one thing to be here in, in practice. You know, we really never took a snap against the number one defense. Not one. No. In all training camp. Not a live snap. We did have, you know, we did have good practices in the joint practices. You know, we went in with real question marks. And I thought that Baker and Flowers actually competed. They, do, they both do have speed. They're both an identical 4-4-3. They're both competitors. And, and I thought that they basically held up decently. Um, 
until they got against those top guys at Philadelphia, and, and then they showed their warts. But, uh, you know, not a lot of depth. Juju seems like he's injured, uh, doesn't seem, you know, he's a ways away. Uh, you know, at, at this point, uh, you know, Jones looks a little bit um, a little bit more. What's Kenny Moore look like to you? Yeah, well, Kenny, now Kenny is on it. You know, yeah. Kenny, Kenny was uh, out of it mentally a year ago, and it showed in his play. Um, I, I think he's really ready. I, I think he's, at, particularly at the nickel, I think he'll have another good year. So Rick Venturi right there. We'll take a break and come back. Now, all right, Chris Ballard referenced once or twice at that press conference the other day. We won four games last year. I want to get down to that in particular and how it pertained to Jonathan Taylor and what is going to be now his prolonged absence if he ever returns again. Rick, you hold tight. We'll get to that on the other side and some more on the defensive side of the football. Mystic Waters Campground. It is a backyard bourbon broadcast with Heaven Hill Distillery Ford's Garage. New Belgium Brewing here in Pendleton off of I-69. You can see us, and it is a gorgeous day. Hour two and more with Rick Venturi coming up next. The Ride with JMV. Here's Johnny! David Letterman! Hi, David. I'm Grandpa. 93.5 and 107.5. The Fan. Hey, welcome back. Mystic Waters Campground. It is the Labor Day weekend bender just getting underway here. Remember, uh, after this show... Actually, I end at 7 because I have Colts Happy Hour. But after me, DJ Skids is going to come up here and entertain. And then tomorrow, we get the JMV Takeover tomorrow night. So hopefully you're staying up here. If you're not, I want you to come by and join the party because the party is going to be going all weekend long. Backyard Bourbon Broadcast. A shout-out to Richard and Ford's Garage for bringing the food. New Belgium Brewing has combined with Bell's Brewery. And Ryan Stoltz over there has just fantastic levels of beer for you. You want to check that out. Of course, Brent Halverson. Uh, Heaven Hill Distillery has all your cocktails, and he is making them right now. Let's get back to hour two. By the way, Mike Wells, bottom of the hour. Don Fisher, voice of the Hoosiers, IU Ohio State tomorrow. Purdue, Fresno State tomorrow. Discussions regarding all that coming up. Rejoin now from the Colts Radio Network. The former coach, Rick Venturi, joins us. All right, I mentioned this. I knew we weren't going to talk too much about Jonathan Taylor, and I know everybody listening right now is thrilled with that in mind. But this is with respect to what Chris Ballard had to say, a four-win team. We're a four-win team. Well, wait a minute. Taylor is your most dynamic player, and you don't want it. Well, we're a four-win team, meaning either you blame it on Taylor or you're evaluating absolutely everything. Whatever. In terms of the necessity of Jonathan Taylor this season, which they're not going to have at least for the first four games, and then compare it with last year, and what was an injury-plagued season for him and a four-win season, but where should the blame be? Like, where does he rank in the hierarchy of blame for this four-win team, Rick, last year? Well, I I would only say this. Between reason one and reason 100 Mm. for that 4-12-1, and and I'm going to get into the reasons, I would say Jonathan Taylor would be about 150. Yeah, no doubt. Not about 150. Just be, be completely off the charts. And, yeah. the, and you know, to, to, to imply that, if the implication is about him, 
it's a little bit cliche. As I, I was with Belichick back in Cleveland, and if we were having a bad day on a practice field, he might turn around to the, the starting offense and say, hey, I can find 11 better guys than you at Foxborough High School or at yeah. Berea High School. But he, it, would, it would always be in jest in that sense. Right. And I, I prefer to take the Ted, Ted Marchabroda approach is – you win because of and in spite of different guys. And so, you know, you can be 4-12 and 12 and have a great player. If, you know, Walter Payton played on a lot of bad teams. He did. Uh, you know, if you, wanted to, if, if you wanted to put it on Walter until they really got some good players guys around, around him. Guys around him, yeah. Here's the reality of the 4-12-1. And, and I could go through a million things, but for the fans, I'm going to bring it down to my big six. These, this is why you're 4-12-1. All right, number one, the first two things are team issues, both offense and defense. Okay, first, number one, and this alone killed the season. In turnover differential, the Colts were 32nd, minus 13. The year before, in in, in 2021, we were number two in the league with a plus 14. Because of Shaquille Leonard so, for the most part. Yeah. yeah, and not turning the ball yeah, over. Right. I mean, we it's because it's both ways. Right. You turn it over, you don't take it away. But at the end of the day, minus 14. You're, if you're not in the top 10 turnover ratio, the only team ever to violate that was the Rams, the greatest show on turf. Number two, red zone offense and defense. The, the efficiency was awful. 29th on offense and again on defense and I think a lot of our defensive ills were masked because so much issue so much attention was paid, placed on the quarterback and the lack of offense and I think our defense got a pass they were 32nd in the red zone yep. dead last now here's two offensive stats and the reason I'm bringing these up these have to change if we're going to go from 4 and 12 to competitive in the division then these have to change you know on offense Offense, number 30 in scoring, 17 points a game. When did we ever think since 1998 that a Colt team would be 30 no doubt. In, in scoring? Yeah. I mean, that's just – 17 points a game it, sounds it, ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. You have to – in modern-day football, I used to say from a defensive standpoint, if you hold somebody to 20 – you probably are a playoff. No, yeah. I used to say, actually, we used to say 17. Now it's probably 24. Right. The game is wide open. Uh, but 17, if you're only getting 17, you're not winning. And then in sacks, 3.5 a game to be 31st. So not scoring points, getting your quarterback knocked to hell, those two things. But then on defense, now these are a little bit surprising, and these killed us. And yet I think it's glossed over, and I'm going to be watching this really closely is in fourth quarter defense, when you had to stop them, you know, this is it. Game's on the line. And I really believe had we, had we been able to do this, despite our team not being very good, we'd have been a 500 team. 31st. Mm. 31st in the league in the yeah. fourth quarter. And the, and, the, and the NFL is very much like the NBA today. It's going to come down to the last four minutes. We, we set a record last year of, fewest, of the shortest point differential. I think it's 8.1. I mean, all games are one-possession yeah. games. Yeah. It's, it's a parity league. And if, if you're 31st and you can't stop them when you have to, that's your fault. And then here's the thing that kills me, and this has been killing me. This killed me through the Eberflus era, and it's killing me again, is the quarterback rating, quarterback's rating against us is 96-2, which is number 30. So, I mean, you got – 
You got you got yeah. quarterback rating. You got fourth quarter defense, lack of scoring, sacks, and then the two biggest team issues is the turnover differential and red zone efficiency. And until that changes, okay, if you want to say why were you 4-12, that's why you're 4-12. Well, and, and there's, there's no doubt. And, you know, a lot of people thought maybe that was a, a pointed finger at, at Jonathan Taylor or whatever. But you know what? I gathered all that information from me and I was thinking about it. And we were talking about this during the break. That is, it, for, for anybody that remembers the Bill Poley and Manning era, that was completely opposite. The numbers you read off were opposite of anything of that golden era, which we saw such a, a high amount of success to where we expect that today. Completely opposite. Ross. Yeah. No, there's, there's no question about it. Yeah. it it's, it's, it's inverted. And, you know, I, I really think a lot of it, in many cases, has to do with roster building. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, and, and, and this is something that I've, 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 I think I've become more aware of the longer I've been into it. Sometimes when you watch the game from a little bit of distance than being right in the middle of it, I, I think sometimes you actually see a clearer, bigger picture. And, you know, when you look at Ross, people say, well, what's the Colts roster like? What's this team's roster? Well, you're going to have to define roster to me, okay? Because I actually believe – the way the NFL salary cap is 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 right now, the hard cap, the X amount of dollars, that 85% of the money is going to 15% of the players, starting now yeah. with exorbitant quarterback money, okay? But the league is based on parity. It doesn't matter if you're coaching in Los Angeles or Indianapolis. You're still dealing out of the same deck. The difference is not the middle or end of the roster. In other words, John... If you're coaching at New England, I think your number 25 is going to be the same as my 25, going to be the same as the Rams 25. Your number 35, your number 52, because the salary cap dictates a certain kind of guy there. The difference in winning and losing, okay, is based on the top 10 to 12 guys on your roster. And, and, and by that I mean... You've got to have the difference makers, the game changers in that top 10 players. And along with that, that it also carries what is the position value. So you got to have a great quarterback, number one. Now, at least we've taken a step there. But at the end of the day, you know, when you look at Polian's team, what they have? Hall of Fame receivers, yeah. obviously Hall of Fame quarterback, great running back, and two great edge rushers. And then the rest of it, they coached, to be yeah, honest with you. Right. That was it. And if you look at the models, Cincinnati, Philadelphia, uh, Kansas City over the years, th that's what they have. That is exactly yeah. what they have. And so to me, the problem that the Colts have is we have so much money tied up in positions of lower value. Okay, you don't you don't have those game changers in that top 10, both offensively and defensively. When I was a rookie coach in 1982, I had an old personnel director who had been Don Shula's Baltimore Colts. And he said something to me that is stuck forever, and it's as true today as it was in 1982. He said to me, when you draft high, you take one of two things, guys who put the ball in the end zone 
or guys who knock the quarterback down. Right. Period. Right. Period. Yeah. Full stop. End yeah. of the discussion. And that's, that's stood the test of time. It, and yeah. It, yeah, it has. Yeah. You look at the Cincinnati's. You look at you look at those top teams. Philadelphia. I just told you. I watched Philadelphia up close in person. They would have a really good team. Period. But at the end of the day. They've got those two outside receivers yep. that just torch you. They have those edge rushers that just torch you. You know, and it's not it's really not about your guards and your center. It's it's about your perimeter players, your skilled players, and that's where the void is here. That's so weird for me, too, because I brought this up. Rick Venturi joins us. We're at Mystic Waters Campground. The Labor Day weekend bender is officially underway on this show. And uh, all right. So, you know, he mentioned, you know, left guard getting money, you know, giving extensions in the past, left guard, linebacker, whatever. It is so curious to me. And I think this is more of a gym thing than it is anybody in this, too. But so curious, they've decided to draw a complete line in the sand with a guy this year in Taylor that clearly you and I both know they need and they need desperately. Well, you know, I, I think you can look at it different ways. <clears throat> and <clears throat> I have no way of knowing this, except that I know I know the personality. I, I will have a tough time. I have a tough time. You and I talked about mm-hmm. this off air. I have a tough time believing that Jimmy Irsay would ever step in the way of paying his star money. That, that, that's there it. is yes. absolutely no historical data to that. If anything, with Jim over the years, if you wanted yes. somebody, if you told him you had to have him, if anything, he would overpay. And why has that changed? There is well, I'm not, I don't think yeah. it has. I got, see, I'm not. I'm not buying into. So you don't think it's Jim? So you I, think I'm it's, not. I'm not buying yeah. into that Jimmy is stalling this. Now, it's it's a little bit of a perfect storm. I, I think you know. Number one, the change in agents really affected. Uh, it, it really affected JT attitudinally. In April, he was ready to go. But with the change of agents, all of a sudden the demeanor changed, and all of a sudden we went from a joyful guy to a guy with a hoodie and frowning, and all of a sudden we're going to take a much, you know, we're going to take a tougher stand right, on this right. now. We're, not, we're going from full-out team guy to tougher stand, okay? The Colts, regardless of whose decision, it's a Colt decision, for some reason, you know, have no penchant to increase them. They don't. No. I mean, if they, if they would have, if they did, they would have. Okay? And then you have the perfect storm of the position devaluation. And there's no question about that. And I'm not so sure in my gut that Steichen doesn't have a little influence on that because at Philadelphia, I think they believe that backs are interchangeable. Now, why do I say that? Because they just let a guy they did. 1,200 yards, 1,200 and change, I think 1,259. They just let Sanders go, just let him go straight out because they think that's a plug-and-play uh, situation. And, and see, that's something that we don't know yet. Yeah, and we, because, don't, we yeah, don't know yeah. if, that, if that's right or wrong. But I'm just saying there is a history there where all of a sudden that value wasn't that great, you know. Uh, you know, and, and obviously you see Chicago, you know, you see Barkley, you see Jacobs, you know, getting just a little bit beyond that. Um, the franchise take money, you know, which is about what it is. And so you kind of have this perfect storm. And then when you, you know, you start having comments outside to the media, then if things get personal, they get more difficult and more difficult. Um, but it, it will be interesting. The thing that 
You know, you know, they, we can talk about system, and I, I like to talk about system because I think the modern day offense, you know, with the with the Allens, you know, with the Lamar Jacksons, uh, uh, with with uh, with with Jonathan. Okay, I mean, uh, with Anthony. I mean. These offenses now are quarterback-centric run offenses, so a lot of the running game is done with RPOs and zone reads. And by that I mean the quarterback makes the decision at the line and the handoff, if it's a light box, I'm giving it to him. If not, I'm taking it. So, you know, it's not like you're turning around, handing to the running back 35 times like we used to or 25 times. So that that devaluation has continued. Now, the only thing that I'll say is it's still a game of big plays and home run hitters. And Jonathan Taylor was the one home run hitter on a team that hits nothing but nothing. singles. Yes. Okay. Yeah. He had again hits ten runs over fifty. You know, it's it's fifty runs over ten. And in terms of his first three years, more rushing yardage per per carry than any yeah. any back in history. So uh, how do you define greatness there? I, I'm not I'm not sure myself. <laughs> well, I mean, unless there's something else going on behind the scenes. And, you know, I have my views and, and thoughts. You have yours as well. Rick Venturi, by the way, joins us. It, it makes zero sense. And really for both sides, as we've talked about. Uh, because obviously Jonathan Taylor and his representation have a lot to do with this, and there have been missteps everywhere. I, I just I, I don't know why. If you're going to draw the line of the sand, if Chris Ballard is you know making this you know this ph- philosophical change, um, it's going to take a while uh, because he's going against the grain of what he had thought for the first six years that clearly didn't work. But you know why you would take the stand in this particular moment with that player in the fashion in which they have done makes zero sense to me. Well, none. I, I, I think you have to read between the lines a little bit. You know, I, I think the 4-12 and 12 in, in, implication is there. I, I, I don't think it's as subtle as everybody's making it. I'm, I think that implication is we can go 4-12 and 12 playing with anybody. 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 And also, I think what nobody's talking about is new coaching staff. And I do think that this offense coming in is totally different than anything we've ever seen. And I don't think that the I don't think that they value the running back as we're used to the running back being valued. Now, what they value is those outside receivers, because if if you got a quarterback that's going to force you to play eight, nine in a box, then what the way you beat that is with Devontae Smith. You know, and, and with A.J. Brown. And, and Shane is going to find out pretty quickly he don't have those two guys in his, in his golf, in his well, golf there's no There's no doubt. <laughs> I mean, that, that is a, a change in philosophy of Chris Ballard, too, because it's always been up front, both sides of the football. That's where you start. And, you know, what all these philosophies and all these sayings we've heard, you know, wanting all this depth, depth here and depth there, and you find yourself going into year number seven with Chris, and there's no depth anywhere. And the only depth, really, the best depth you have, I guess it's ironic here, is a quarterback. Well, and, and that's you don't right. want to you don't want to see him. You don't want to see Gardner Minshew play. But if you're looking for the best depth you have, it's at that position. I, you know, that's a good point. I mean, you're basically you've you've taken the kid fourth. I'm I'm, I'm tremendous with it. 
I think inevitably, and I don't think tomorrow, I, I think that Young may be better than him initially, but in the long run, this guy is going to be the best of them all. And I do think Jim, you think Anthony's going to be better than anybody. Oh, I think yeah. he's going to be better. And I and I do and I do believe in my gut. And Jimmy said it to me. Jim Ursay said it to me on the interview, yeah. uh, not a couple weeks ago in the booth that that he would have taken Richardson if he had the number one pick. And I and I believe that. I actually totally believe that from the beginning of the draft process uh, out of the combine to the rest of the way. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I think I don't Chris think, had to be talked into that, too, well, right? Well, and I, I, think, I so. think what, you know, to me what ended up happening there in my book, and this is a gut feeling again, is that Shane came in and he said, this guy, has, he, this guy can take us to the mountain and I can fix yeah. what has to be fixed, the accuracy, the touch. You know, and those are things he's got to get better at, that Sunday accuracy, you know, and a little bit of touch. He still has a lot of Araldus Chapman in him. I mean, there's times, particularly on that first level, he's got he's got to be willing to give it to him with a little bit softer throw, where you can catch and run and things like that. But again, I go back to my old Fred Schubach, and I will not ever get away from this. If you want to build a great team, you get people who put the ball in the end zone. There's no doubt. And guys yeah. who knocked the quarterback down. When the Colts had, they had Reggie and they had Harrison and they, and they of course, Manning, you know, first ballot Hall of Famer and Edger. And, and then on defense, you had Freeney and Mathis. So that, yeah. is, that, that, that right. is that formula in a microchasm to the limit. And you had championship football. I mean, we went, we went here uh, from 98 to 18, you know, fourth best record in pro football fourth best yeah. you know and and really a lot of that emanated with bills you know and maybe maybe he looked out harrison was already here uh, you know and he did get rid of marshall but he came right back with uh with edgerin but again great skill players and pass rushers and now then, and you yeah. talk about now this regime has missed on two second round corners yeah they've missed on a ton of second round rushers you know, so it's it's, yeah. it's constantly it's constantly money chasing money. I mean, it, yeah. You know, and hopefully, you know, maybe Quiddy Pay comes around this year. I mean, you know, it's. Did time. you see any? I was going to ask Quiddy Pay and and Dial Dembe. Do you see these yeah. guys well, here, here, either one making a significant stance this year? Yeah, we'll see. You know, I, I think we'll. I see. I feel the same way. I think we'll see yeah. if, if we got time. I can, I can really explain what I see in that defensive line. Do you, you got a minute here? Go ahead, bud. Oh, oh yeah, it's no. okay. He said break, but he normally does that to oh, me oh, okay. because he knows that I go way, way over. I'm, so, I'm used yeah. to my radio station yeah. back in St. Louis. That was like you got ten seconds. He to says get... that to me because he knows I go okay. long here, all the time. Here, here's what really I quick about the defense. We, we yeah. talked about the defense, and I think the the key to this defense, whether or not it is we're a competitor or not, it's going to be. Can those corners hold up? And can we generate outside rush? And that means players and it means Gus Bradley. Gus Bradley has, if you don't have organically or you don't have the talent, you got to generate it. you got to bring some pressure. Here's what I see Pay. Pay has, Pay has a lot of ability. He's a run player. I think he thinks too much. I listened to an interview the other day, and he gave about 27 concepts. And I'm going like, no, think like Will, Willie Mays used to say, when they hit it, I catch it. When they throw it, I hit it. 
Okay, <laughs> what Quiddy? Quarterback is here. Yeah, get him. Yeah, you know, get a spin. Do something. Don't just run into people. Dio has, you know, has been one of our better rushers in the summertime. But it's against the Vitalis squad. It really right. is. The guy to me that has to be in the rush package if he can stay healthy is Lewis. I, I think my rush package would be on second down. It would be Pay on the left, Lewis on the right, and then Buckner and Pay, or, um, Buckner and Dio inside. And then you got to bring pressure. You got, you can't sit there in an over defense four man rush for 17 Sundays. Can't do it. Yeah. No, there's no doubt about that. Uh, man, that's. I, I look at it this way too. I mean, would you call this a reboot? What'd you say earlier? Rebuild? I, well, I'm not. You know, I, my thing is because of the draft, because of Richardson. This is a reshaping. This is a total. That's why, in some ways, we're a box of chocolates. I don't think it. I don't think we're necessarily have no chance because I think our our division is manageable. Our first eight games, we got two playoff teams. That's it, and two playoff teams about nine and eight. Yeah. So I mean, you can you can manage it week after week after week, but it's a reshaping from the standpoint is bringing Richardson in there. This is like no other offense we've ever seen since the Mayflower came here. I mean, this is a half NCAA. And that's exactly how it looked you when know. you watched him on TV. Yeah. You said, you know what, it, it was, it totally, was eye-popping. And, yeah. and, and you have to adapt to it. This is what I tell the older coaches that say it was a bad pick. I, I always say it's not a bad pick. You don't see where the game is going. Yeah. I watch 12-year-old football because of my grandson, and they're all in the spread, and the best athlete now in town – plays quarterback. Yeah. He used to be the best passer plays quarterback. Now the best athlete in the city plays quarterback. Right. So, you know, that's what you got. That's what we're looking at down the road. All right. I'm going to go ahead and let you go. you got a dinner to get to, I don't do. you? I, I do, and I've got my grandson tonight, and I've got to get him to the Noblesville game. i got all kind of duties. <laughs> I have all kind of duties. I, kind I didn't did plan hey, on this Friday why, night. Why don't you come back? Miss Sherry's killing why you, me. Why don't you come back and bring Sherry over here tonight <laughs> like or tomorrow? To. Why don't you? I, I may. I may yeah. very well do that. I so may we can very set well you up that. in 39 right there. Okay. I'm, so I, I won't I, even crap it up. Or I may I may take you up on that. And now that I know where to park, I'll put her on the back of that damn going and we'll be over here <laughs> so if you ever see somebody on a motorcycle that looks a lot like rick venturi here around pendleton you'll know that it's rick venturi here around pendleton right here you know we we've got it we got to figure something out here to get you on every monday I yeah mean, we just we just do we got to figure it out james i'm gonna leave this up to you. we got to figure this out how to get rick on every every monday i just kind of sit back and soak it up I can't thank you enough. Oh, John, you're, you're the best, and uh, I enjoy it, and I wish they could work something out. We really had something going. Oh, my goodness. I, I, every place I go, people ask me about, when are you going to be on with JMV on Monday night? You know, I, oh. just, I get that well, all the time. Well, people wait for this right here, yeah. too. I mean, just the all-encompassing, you know, telling us – Everything about the start of the season, especially here. I mean, we do it start of the season, end of the season right now, and then obviously with the draft. And uh. Well, what I've tried to do today, and I did it on my podcast with Matt Wednesday, you know, a year ago, I kind of bought into the Kool-Aid, too, and I, I, and I should know better. Yeah. I, went, I went by practices. Uh, we didn't really play them at all in the preseason. We didn't have scrimmages, and I should know better, and I kind of bought into that this year. I'm a lot more – I'm trying to give the fans a real coach's view, the kind of discussions I would have with Bill Belichick or Nick Saban that were more no, – no sugar-coating, really critical analysis. 
you know, these are the six things we're not very good at, and we better get better. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate you. All right, Have a John. great weekend. Have a weekend. Everybody, Rick Venturi, a round of applause for Rick. Man, Rick is awesome right there. Quick break. We'll come back. Mike Wells is going to join us. Don Fisher still to come. Day-night doubleheader over in Cincinnati. Cubs take game one, 6-2 over the Reds earlier this afternoon. Cody Bellinger drives in three in that victory for the Cubs. Later on tonight, 6-40, game number two of that matchup. Quick break. We'll come back. Brent Holverson rejoins us, too, and uh, Mike Wells will be here as well. There's Tony Renz, Harris Hoosier Park, up there too. Hey, Tony, you know that Rick's up there all the time. You remember Rick? See Rick often? Alright, we got a lot more coming up for you again. We're at Mystic Waters Campground. It's the start of a Labor Day weekend bender here and we're starting with the ride with JMV. 93.5107.5 The Fan. The Ride with JMV. We have the Holy Hand Grenade. Yes, of course. The Holy Hand Grenade of Antioch. Right. One, two, five. Freezer. Three. 93.5 and 107.5. The Fan. All right, full disclosure right here. Who out there has a business that wants to sponsor Rick Venturi being on here every Monday? That has to happen. Absolutely has to happen. I just sat back and let him... Let him break down everything. That was much needed right there and away from a lot of the Jonathan Taylor chatter. Rick Venturi, if you missed any of it, the podcast is at 1075thefan.com. Mike Wells in a second from ESPN Radio. Don Fisher after five. Of course, we're at Mystic Waters Campground. It is a backyard bourbon broadcast to start out what is going to be a fantastic Labor Day weekend bender. Our betting analyst, Brent Halverson, rejoins us right now. We're off to a great start. Buddy. What a I way to put start. my hat on too. I don't have my hat on. We'll have to get you another one. Boy, I got it out in the oh, truck, perfect. so I'm Look good to you. go. Yeah, right I brought it. Rock. I love I it. I brought it. All right. All right, and we got guests and everything too. We do have guests, and we have a special guest yeah. here. And then, without further ado, Mike Romack, uh, uh, please uh, come talk with us a little about. Uh, we got a Pendleton Fall Fest coming up Thank in you. the lovely area of Pendleton, Indiana. Thank you so much. I, I love Pendleton. It. You hear what Rick said about Pendleton too? <laughs> Picture postcard. Oh yeah, it's, it's fantastic yeah. around here, and I really appreciate the time where I wanted to announce that uh, PBA, the Pendleton Business Association, uh, is uh, sponsoring the Fall Festival next weekend uh, at uh, 10 to 6 on Friday and 10 to 5 on Saturday. Uh, So we've got crafts, we've got food trucks, we've got crochet is a big thing this year, as you may know already, but uh, we've got all kinds of activities taking place downtown Pendleton. In addition to that, there's the Heritage Fair at the park, there's a park fest on on uh, uh, Friday or Thursday night before the Pendleton uh, Fall Festival. So there's so many activities going on in Pendleton, Indiana, and and I really appreciate you talking about it. Do you think we got anybody over in Pendleton that would like to bring us a bunch of, like, pumpkin pies and pumpkin cream rolls? (laughs) I don't know. What do you think? You think anybody over there can do that? (laughs) Like, make something up and bring it over here for us? What do you think, Brent? I think we could do that. Pumpkin pies and pumpkin cream rolls this weekend? By golly, you're asking it right now. I'm just wondering, yeah. Hope that happens. Anybody over in Pendleton can bake us some stuff and then bring it over. I think that sounds pretty good. And you got a you got a big there's a big weekend here next oh, weekend big, at, yeah. the, at the 
Mystic Waters, and uh, so it's a huge weekend for Pendleton, Indiana. Well, and I appreciate your letting me uh, announce it. Love that, and I love the fact that you guys are working so well together, too. I mean, what Brent has done here to transform yeah, this right. place has been spectacular, has it not? Oh, yeah. it's been. I'm, I'm wanting to come out here next weekend, but I'm busy with the fall festival. I want to come out here next well, weekend. we got to get see you out here this weekend. This weekend. I'll, I'll tell you what. We, we were part of the, the fall festival last year. We will be I'll have you feeling well. good by 5 o'clock here. I yeah. promise. <laughs> really good. That's right. I'll bet that. <laughs> there really is good. a lot of great, just, just like you said, there's so much going on down and down Main Street right there. Outstanding. You know, out here we've got uh, RC boat races out here, John, next weekend. What? So out of really? here in the in the big body right here, we're going to have, um, there's 300 people coming out. They're, you know, the, what, two, two and a half foot uh, RC boats. They do 180 miles an hour. There's going to be. A, what? It'll be an awesome spectator sport to watch. So <laughs> That's awesome. And then you wrap it up with a couple good RC boat. RC boat races. This remote control. For those of you that don't it know, is, by absolutely. The way. But it's not your like what you'd buy our, your child, right? I mean, the yeah. one I bought my kids did like ten. These well, do hundred. We shot ours now. with a BB gun out there that sunk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think any of that's going on. But uh, <laughs> yeah, if you're looking for a good time, Pendleton's gonna be a great place to be. Like say, fall festival going on, all kinds of stuff around here, and then come out and uh, enjoy some uh, RC boat rates for oh, boat man. races, and stay out here at the uh, wonderful Mystic Waters Campground. Thank you for allowing me you to know make it. that. I appreciate. Well, thank it very you much. for allowing us to ask if somebody can bring over some pumpkin yeah. pies <laughs> and pumpkin cream rolls this that's weekend right. here. And I us. enjoyed this Rick Venturi. I listen to him My all gosh. the time and that's that's fantastic. I, uh, I hope somebody can sponsor him we, for you. We all we all need that because I, he had like a stack of papers this all high right. over here. <laughs> I mean, real notes. Hey, thanks for everything you do. Thank yeah. you, sir. Uh, you it. got that. Mike, thank you. Brent's going to rejoin it. us. Mike, I thank know. you very much. Brent's going to rejoin us in a second on the Andy Moore Automotive Group hotline. Yeah, he's somewhere near Brownsburg just wishing he was here right now. Mike Wells of ESPN Radio joins us. Hello, Mike. Well, first of all, you said campgrounds. My ass does not do anything camping. Dude, I, dude I'm, in, I'm in cabin 39 with a television and AC, brother. Come on. Okay, I'm about to say, I was going to wonder about you because you were <laughs> you truly out there camping. I was going to no. wonder, I was wondering how you think it, man. And first of all, uh, what, what's, what's the pumpkin pie mean? What, I mean, y'all, uh, you want some pumpkin pie? Yeah, I'm trying to get some out here. Pumpkin pie and pumpkin cream rolls. Because I guess officially we're into September, and that kind of does usher in the, the fall season to a degree, even though it's still late summer. So I'm trying to bring some sweets out here. Yes. You, are you a big it's pumpkin hot. pie guy? Hell no. I don't eat pumpkin pie, man. I eat sweet what's, potato What's pie. wrong with you, dude? What's happening? Listen, this is where I need Hagen at. Hagen would be Team Wells on this one. He messes with sweet potato pie, too. Because, you know, hey, Hagen's an albino brother, too. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, but, I mean, put some whipped cream on that stuff and go to work on it, man. It's like the pumpkin no, cream no. roll. A lot, a lot of icing in there. Come on. Come no, on, man. no, no. Hey, hey. So let me let me ask you this: what what um what's the condensed version of what Venturi thinks of the Colts this season? Well, I mean, I think you just heard it. <laughs> now we're he's not very high on it, um, and with good reason, right, Mike? I mean, you've covered this team for a long period of time, um, and you know when when they've had talent, when they don't. And you know, I've said this before. Somebody had asked me going back to 2012, Andrew Luck's rookie season. You know, which team has more talent, this one or that one? I would take that one. You know, with Reggie Wayne, uh, with T.Y. Hilton. Um, with uh, Anthony Costanzo, 
Yeah, and still, even though they didn't put up big numbers, I, th- I still think you had yeah, Freeney right. You still had Mathis coming off the edge. I would take that all day long. Oh, yeah. I mean, listen, let me, let me, let me ask you a question. I mean, you had, like you said, Anthony Cassandro, left tackle. Let me ask you this question. Who on yeah. this roster do you say, okay, there, there is a security there's security for Anthony Richardson, whether it's even on the defensive side of the ball or offensive side of the ball. You can't say Shaq, Shaq Leonard because who knows, you know, where he is at mentally after, you know, dealing with the injuries in the past and everything. He was in a concession protocol. There's just way too many question marks slash flaws on this roster to say this roster, uh, that Anthony Richardson is in a better position for success over Andrew Luck from 2012. Yeah, I mean, the, the guy that can do that is going to be sitting at home or something. That's in the first uh, four weeks of the season. No, oh, man. Oh, he'll be in his sweatpants and hoodie. That's what he'll be, man. And look at Mad. Look at all Mad. I am tired of looking at Jonathan Taylor in his sweatsuit and hoodie, man. He should just keep us behind at home and stop faking like he's out there supporting his teammates because we know that's not the case. Yeah, well, I mean, that's, that's all that is is a blueprint. I mean, that's a script by his representation to look like that, to look unhappy. And, yeah, this whole thing is just a really stupid mess to me. You agree? It, 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 it's a clown show. That's what it is. It is a complete, utter clown show. And and I'm not even going to put this. Yes, Jonathan Taylor and his reps are at fault here, too. But I think the Colts are at fault, too. And, I, and, I don't, and I'm not saying the, the entire organization, just the guy that owns the team. I mean, he added fuel to the fire early on, and now the fire is completely out of control. He wasn't moved. Chris Ballard's up there um, having to address question after question about Jonathan Taylor on Wednesday, knowing that uh, that this is, this relationship is they are they're basically they are essentially teetering on divorce. One one person sleeping in the bed, and the other sleeping on the couch. It's uh, Mike Wells of ESPN Radio. I know you've been uh, active on ESPN Radio. Were you on yesterday? Um, no, I was. Um, uh, uh, two days ago? Night, but, uh, yeah, I was on yeah. two days ago, man. Hey, I got to Can you tell me how I have you ever did a five hour show? Man, I have. <laughs> I have. Yes. Man. I have. I, gotta, I, I have a five hour show on Monday night, 7 p.m. to yeah. midnight. Woo, boy. I'm going to say silent all day so my chops can be well rested uh, for the five well, hour show. And that, that's one where you'll want to get a little bit loose, too, right? Because you're, you're trying to get listeners in a moment when, you know, you're really going to have to work to get listeners, so you'll probably get a little bit loose. But you know what? I think this, like I'm doing the JMV Takeover for the first time ever on location here tomorrow night at Mystic Waters Campground in Pendleton. And I like look at the challenge more than anything else. So, yeah, you, you look at that challenge, and that's what really makes it, I think, more than anything else does. Well, first of all, hey, are you going to be sitting in your speedos doing the show uh, tomorrow night? <laughs> oh, I've got, I've got my, uh, I got my swimming trunks that have anchors, yacht rock anchors, all over it. I, I'm going to tell you what, cabin 39 is going to be rocking. So don't bother knocking. You know what I mean, Mike? 
Man, hey, uh, you're going to have some beverages. You're going to be running your mouth. Hopefully you'll have some people coming I by. Got, uh, the, the, the mouth will be running. The beverages will be flowing. It is going to be beautiful. I'm going to tell you what, because this is a Heaven Hill Distillery outlet here. It's like, remember when, uh, when have you ever watched the Beverly Hillbillies when Uncle Jed, like, first shot? For some reason, he had the worst shot ever trying to hit something to eat, and he, like, up from the ground come the bubbling crude. That's exactly what you have with Heaven Hill Distillery distillery bourbon here up from the ground come the bubble and crude it is going to be a never-ending flow this weekend so it is going to be uh, one of the better most epic times on a labor day weekend we've ever seen so i'm thinking we need an appearance by you what do you think i'm gonna to have to say nah because listen you're camping that means you're gonna have a shower your ass is probably gonna be funky no no uh, no no i'm right next to the bathroom and the shower i've got ac and a tv Come on, man. Hey, so so what are you going to do all day tomorrow? So I assume you're, you're staying the night down there tonight, right? Up there tonight? Uh, I think Laney plays over it. Uh, you know, it's funny, too, right? Because uh, Finch Creek's right down the road. I mean, literally 10 minutes away. And normally she plays up there. So this weekend they play at the pack. So that's over in Westfield. So I'm going to swing over there and see what she's doing to make me happy or unhappy. And then I'm going to come back up here and rock it. Hey, by the way, have you heard the news? Have you heard the news that there is going to be an assistant coach for these group of eighth grade Center Grove girls in the fall? And his name just might be me. How about that? Are you, are you what, serious? What do you think you're we're going to be running? You're going to be the hey, – you, so you're going you're gonna to be – you, you finally got those people at Center Grove to let you through the door. I think my daughter is going to quit, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Laney may end up quitting, <laughs> but yes. And I, I just said, I, I've said this. I said, hey, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go out there and we're going to play as fast as possible and let the chips fall. I said, I'm all for getting into this, you know, stylistic offense and running sets. And then I'm going to say running sets my ass. I mean, we're going to get some turnovers. We're going to push the ball. And we're going to score as easy as we can. And then we're going to defend, you know, make sure we don't give up layups. I mean, really, it's simplex with these girls. It should be, shouldn't it? Why would nobody yeah, follow okay. that? And so is Laney at the uh, middle school across the street from Center Grove High School or the one that is off of, like, Fairview, Fairview Road or whatever? No, no, no. Yeah, it's the one right across from, uh, from CG. So right across Ooh. from CG. Yeah, Man. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm going to be there. I can't – see, it's weird because I can't be at all uh, because I know I'm going to have some Colts games because they play, like, at every 1 o'clock imaginable coming up this fall and i know that that's probably going to screw some things up but i'm, I'm going to be there enough and i'm going to tell you we're going to play fast we're going to play fast or at least i'm going to tell them to play fast there's no doubt about it so I'd, I'd had enough i said listen i've got it i've got to have my voice heard and here it is so i'll bench my daughter and then we're going to do <laughs> we're going to play fast what we're going to do is that is that the middle school with kemper and kennedy and Grace? it is yeah it is yeah I've already been given the seal of approval from Mike Kemper. He feels pretty good about it. Holy cow. I'm going to – hey, keep me posted. He just doesn't know I'm going to make his daughter run like hell, too. I don't know if he knows that yet. Oh, man, my, 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 my. Hey, um, hey, I, I got to tell you, I know today was a condensed version, and I got to get running, but next Friday, yep. I can't wait for next Friday's show because that's season prediction time. Where are you going to be on site at? 
I'm at Twin Peaks in Greenwood, I think, next Friday. Bud Light Blue Friday. You're going to be there with me? Oh, you! Oh, things are going to be peeking out next Friday at Twin Peaks. I'm going to, I'm going to dangle, I'm going to dangle the Twin Peaks carrot for you right there. What do you think? You know what? I'm coming down just to get the wings. Hey, can we get our favorite five foot? Let's get our favorite five foot one ginger beater too. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, Red will join us. Red's been Red's been in the Southwest. He's been hanging out at the Unser Compound down in Albuquerque, Albuquerque, New Mexico. So Red will be out there with us. Yeah, so I, I unfortunately I do got to get running, but next Friday, next Friday yep. is gonna be the show of the year for us, brother. Hey, tell my girl I miss her. All right, I will do, brother. Tell Lane I said hello. I talk to you next. I'll see you next Friday. You got it. It's Mike Wells of ESPN Radio on the Andy Moore Automotive Group Hotline. That's true. Like next Thursday, our Larcy Bourbon Locks, Luna Azul Tequila Shots, Joe's Grill in Castleton, uh, Bud Light Blue Friday with tickets for the Colts home opener against Jacksonville. That is going to be at Twin Peaks in Greenwood. That is coming up next Friday. So Thursday and Friday next week. Mystic Waters Campground. We're in Pendleton today looking for you. Don Fisher, voice of the Hoosiers, top of the hour. And a great announcement from our betting analyst, Brent Halverson, coming up at the 5 o'clock hour as well. Don't go anywhere. It's 93.5-1075, the fan. The Ride with JMV. Two more minutes. They could be miles off course. That's impossible. They're on instruments. This is going to be a real sweat. 93.5 and 107.5. The Fan. Let me tell you how much fun we're having right here. I know that some of you are going to go out to high school football games tonight. But I would join us because DJ Skids. Hey, Skids, how long are you going to play? Till like uh, midnight? After? <laughs> we'll get you on. Now, are you um, where are you staying here? You got a cabin? No. You know, yeah, he's got a cabin. If I need one. I need one. If not, no big deal. No, he's got one. Good. Oh, Skids is going to start playing here. Uh, Skids, of course, are the mini mixes with the JMV takeover. Not only is he going to play tonight for all of us, but he's also going to do some stuff for the JMV takeover tomorrow night, brother. I appreciate you. That's DJ Skids right here. Uh, Don Fisher is going to join us, the voice of the Hoosiers. They start their season coming up tomorrow, 3.30. You can hear that downstairs beginning at 2.30. Downstairs, I mean, by WIBC 93.1. That's tomorrow at 2.30 in the afternoon. Don Fisher at about 15 after the hour. But back with us, Brent Halverson, our betting analyst. You mentioned your thoughts. You like the 30. You would take IU, and obviously with the 30, game number one, why would you? What would you do with the Boilermakers coming up tomorrow against Fresno State? You know, I mean, that's going to be an interesting game, too. I think Purdue's got a, a good score. You know, again, weeks one and two, got to kind of tread lightly, right? Tread yeah. lightly, see how things are going to go. Um, I, I like the Indiana schools, though. I like the points. I like IU plus 30. I think that's going to be a you little too much. you got to 30 in week number one, don't you? I think you? you have to. I mean, again, you're going to have a very hyped up Bloomington, Indiana crowd out there, you know. So, um, also, we have a special announcement to make here at Mystic Waters Campground for the JMV Takeover tomorrow night and the Labor Day weekend bender we're doing right here, plus a backyard bourbon broadcast with Heaven Hill Distillery with New Belgium Brewing, Bell's Brewery, and Ford's Garage. Thanks, Richard, for all the food that he has brought. You have, Brent, a special announcement to make. John, this actually is probably one of the greatest things I've had a, uh, the this pleasure to I be able to announce, myself. you know, in, in the history of, of uh, me being in this industry. 
there's very few people that uh, I respect um, that that are just out in this industry doing what they do. And uh, I'm honored to uh, to announce right now because it's going to be official on Tuesday, September 5th. So it's we, not official right now. It is official because yeah. uh, this this fine gentleman has uh, he's finished his uh, previous uh, due diligence, yes. if you will. And uh, come Tuesday, uh, he's going to be a part of the Heaven Hill Indiana family. And uh, I am absolutely honored uh, to announce that Mr. Jim Romanak is going to be our new That's channel manager. My brother, my for the on-premise brother. For Heaven Hill Brands, and and my brother. There is nothing greater than this gentleman right here, Jim and Mike Romanak. Both of both of the brothers yes. are amazing. You know this, I know this. Um, but uh, Jim, welcome to the family, man. I can't wait to get out in the field with you, brother. I can't thank you enough. Tell Look you at what. The, you know, I went to the wedding party at Broad Ripple Tavern last, last Saturday. Saturday, brother. We we my God, they have a lot of friends. Oh yeah, holy crap, it's unreal. We have a lot of drunk friends. And you know what? I feel very comfortable <laughs> in saying this. I love his wife. I'm Sarah's in love awesome. with his wife. Sarah is yeah. outstanding. I mean, in a good way, Romy. Honor, <laughs> hey, I got no problem with that, brother. Trust me. Um, Absolutely. You know, it is. Brent approached me about this, and you know, I couldn't be happier to work for a man. I tell you what, I've worked for this man twice now. Really? He in 2011, uh, I was sitting in the back of a truck uh, working a 25-hour shift with Budweiser, and he uh, he took me over to uh, uh, Southern Wine Spirits, and I worked for him there. So. All this years later, and I'm look gonna, at that. I, I'm, you're all these years later, I'm gonna, the second time. But this is uh, joining a family that is going to be amazing. The company that is amazing. Um, you believe how this product, how this company has grown in the last what five, six years oh, in particular? It's Absolutely. completely unreal. Heaven Hill Distillery, of course, is it's what I'm completely unreal. About. And to be honest with you, it is just uh, a step in my career that I cannot believe that is happening, and uh, it's truly amazing to me. Uh, I'm going to do great things for him because this man believes in me. I believe in this company, and I believe in Brent Holverson because they're working for a living legend. Uh, man, let me tell you. You are a living legend. Look at that. Working for this man uh, <laughs> is honestly going to be one of the best steps in my career. be my last job I ever have, to be quite honest with you, JMV. We're absolutely honored to have him, and I cannot tell you. I mean, uh, Heaven Hill, and, and, and you're right, Jim. I mean, Heaven Hill is the greatest company I've ever worked for, and I cannot wait for you to uh, to really uh, embrace yourself and what's getting ready to happen. But, my man, it's uh, it's going to be fun, bro. Like, uh, you and I together, dude. It's going to be it's gonna be epic. Dynamic. Yes. It is. I it's going to be amazing. I love it. Oh, I do, too. I love this Can't combination. Wait. You, did you know that for every JME takeover every Saturday night, Romy and Sarah send me food? And only, like, a couple of times, a homeless dude has stolen it. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> Twice. Only a couple only, times. Only a right. couple of times has a homeless dude on the circle stolen it. But no, you're not going to find a better friend. And here's what I think is great is he knows everybody yep. and everybody knows him. Yep. Now, like we're talking to people right now that go, oh, yeah, Jim Romanek. Yep. Romy, yeah, I know exactly what we're talking Absolutely. about. I mean, he has such a layer in central Indiana. It's amazing. It speaks volumes to the character. Um, and, and again, that's what this business is about, right? Like we have great brands that we're going to represent. But when you have a good character yeah. like Mr. Romanak here and uh, you're, you're out and about and be able to spread the cheer, uh, it just makes this industry so much fun. And we're honored. And, Jim, I cannot, uh, I, I cannot wait to, uh, to see what's going to happen. Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun, my friend. As you know that, that's, that's what we do. We're going to do good things. That's There's right. No question about it. Absolutely we're going right. to spread the love. We're going to have fun. Uh, we're going to make a lot of people happy. And I'll be honest with you. 
this is a surreal moment for me sitting yeah. here between Look you guys. Look at that. I, I mean, got, dude, I got chills right here. It's like it's, it's like kid at Christmas stuff. You know? I, I'm telling you, it is. Uh, it's just truly amazing. I'm absolutely blessed for the people in my life. JMB, I've known you for. Yes, we have. I've known you since your 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 kid was knee high. And I was working with Mark Patrick at some Mark point. Patrick, I think when we met, right? When we first met, we met at POS Kip's Pub. Was the hey, first, that is so true. First time we met. Way. Well, I, you know what? And I once did a, a show at Fox and Hound yeah. Yeah, on the north yeah. side there. Yeah. And I damn straight bet you were running that thing. He, Maybe. Probably maybe was. It probably was back maybe in the day. 2001 to 05. Yeah, yeah, I, I think Mark was. See, my, my Mark didn't drink. Which is, you know, it's, <laughs> when, you do sports talk, when you do sports talk radio, you kind of got to, like, give a great example. His son is in the business now, too, as you right. know, Drew Storen, yep. and uh, he clearly drinks. It was great. One time Mark said, Mark, Mark, if you know Mark Patrick, you know exactly how this sounded. He came up to me and he goes, uh, yeah, thanks a lot for getting my son into whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You're welcome. But, no, seriously, um, that, that's where we first met I think when I was a part of MPOS back. Courtesy of John McDonald and John McCurdy. John McDonald, man. Two Mac legends right there. Yes, sir. McDonald and McCurdy right there. So, well done. All right, you start coming up next week? Yep. Tuesday awesome. is the official day, so Tuesday, we'll, we'll have a lot more Romy, too. We're going to have Romy on air with us. We're going to be doing fun yes. stuff. I mean, I took, one, I took one day off work. Yeah, and that's today, right? That is that's today. today. That's, that's right. Today. And he's out here all weekend with us, so all we're going to be celebrating. All right, and we have our first Large City Bourbon Locks and Luna Zool Tequila Shots coming up on Thursday. Coming up on Thursday, kick off the NFL season. Joe's we'll Grill and Joe's Castleton. Grill and Castleton. You're absolutely right. And uh, we're going to have Mr. Ryan Miller with us, uh, join yep. us there. And well, Ryan and, Miller was at their wedding party. I yep. saw him last Saturday. Yep. And then, so. uh, you know, again, and, and a big shout-out to Ryan Nally again. Oh. Um, he's not going to be able to be with us there, but he's always with us in spirit. And uh, you know, oh, he'll whip that ass. You know oh, he will. He man. absolutely will. You know he will. He absolutely will. Oh, yes, there's sir. no doubt. Well, that's awesome, guys. I appreciate everything you guys do. Yeah, and thank being you, Being involved with the station, there's no doubt about it that. It just got a lot better, too, my show. friend. It did. It did. Yep. So, I mean, uh, you've got to get the brain working here to find out. I mean, look, we're doing the Labor Day weekend bender here, the first JV takeover out here. We've done all this other stuff. So it's going to be up to you, Romy, to come up with something even more impressive and fresh. I don't, right? know, I don't really want to know if you want to tap into this brain because trust me, <laughs> no, trust me, it might be it might be a dangerous situation. I've heard JMB about the brain tapping before. Uh, yeah, you don't. You might. You might regret that saying that, my friend. Oh man, well, it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a great ride, my friend. And I will say this: Come yep. on out. We're out here all weekend, right? All so, weekend. Uh, Romy's out here. JMV's out here. Cabin Thirty Nine is going to be rocking. Don't bother knocking. That's right. That's right. If so, you see it rocking, don't bother knocking. Don't but, uh, come on in. Come on out. DJ Skid starting at seven. He's yep. going to spend some tunes for us for the. And then uh, tomorrow we're going to have a big day of uh, beautiful weather. You know, and this kid's going to turn it over to me for a minute, and then you guys are going to see how much I really suck when I try to remix stuff. I Ooh. suck so bad at that. I beat mix so bad. That's a good challenge. It's like, I think I have really good rhythm, and then I do that, and I go, I got no rhythm whatsoever. Wait None. a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, uh, Wait a minute. Uh, uh, you, mean, uh, you mean you don't have the hanging and banging? Oh, man, it's so, it's so weak. It is that's so my, weak. That's my, and and that I, is my I, favorite I, when you come in hanging and banging. banging. <laughs> Hanging and banging. Oh, that you know, is- and, I, and I ripped that off from like a WWF thing back in the day. It's amazing. It's like Hulk Hogan. I've been hanging and banging in the gym oh. all week, man. Oh. That's why I ripped that off. I'm so bad. 
God dang. <laughs> so, but no skids is going to start at skids seven. Is coming at seven. And we're yep. going to be here all weekend long here Absolutely. at Mystic Waters Campground. Now, tell folks if if they want to come out and join us, how they can do that, how they can set up maybe a camp here as well, because I know the cabins are sold out for the weekend, right? But there are other ways that you can stay here with us over the weekend. Yep, cabins are sold out for the weekend, but uh, we have we have uh, quite a few. Uh, not quite a few. We've got about probably 15 RV sites available. Yeah. Uh, there's plenty of tent camping. They're all beautiful sites. They've got fire rings, 38 acres of playground to come on out with, right? So call up to uh, Mystic Waters, 765-221-1078, uh, or you can email info at mysticwaterscampground.com. And uh, we, have, we have one of the most amazing, amazing staff out here. Yeah. They will make sure we get a spot for you, take care of you, and you're going to have a great time. I promise you that. And remember, cabin 39. Don't bother knocking. Come on in. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of starting to be a little bit. Uh, I'm excited about Cabin 39. No, I'm going really excited, too, tonight, because, right? I mean, put me right next to the bathroom. Hey, so the, the no three or four barred. times I got to get up every single night, that's going to be an easy walk. This right is there. a neutral site to the home game, so you're all good, my man. <laughs> because I thought, you know, maybe I could just go by that tree right there. But I thought, you know what? Three more steps, and I'm at the bathroom. You're in the bathroom. Yeah. You're, you're good. good. You're absolutely good, man. All right. Looking forward to Thanks, it. Thanks, guys. Romy, appreciate you. Welcome into Heaven Hill Distillery. Yes, sir. Red Halverson rejoins us. Ryan Stoll's going to join us. Coming up here from uh, Bell's Brewery and New Belgium Brewing. But on the Andy Moore Automotive Group hotline, he is in deep-rooted preparation for the start of the football season tomorrow. 3.30 in Bloomington. That's the kick. 2.30, your coverage. 93 WIBC. Don Fisher, voice of the Hoosiers, joins us. Hello, Don. How you doing, buddy? Don, I'm sorry. I did not pick you up right there. Your phone was a little. Are you ready? Are you good? I tell you what, reset if you wouldn't mind, James. I can't hear Don up here right now. Make sure that everything's good. Cam, everything good on our end right here? Yeah, I think it may have been Don's phone right there that had the major malfunction. So let's make sure. That Don's phone is good to go because I want to hear about IU Ohio State tomorrow. Uh, his thoughts on quarterback, his thoughts on the team in general. Hey, listen, I know that it's a tough task. I know what everybody's saying about IU, but it is the start of a season. It is a clean slate, uh, fresh page right here. We'll talk to Don about that again. Purdue and Fresno State tomorrow. If you missed our Boilermaker conversation yesterday, Tom Deanhart, that podcast is at 1075thefan.com. Uh, we talked about Fresno State and Jeff Tedford, the head coach. I uh, talked about that matchup. And the level of importance, or really, when you think about it, the level of importance for Purdue to get that win tomorrow and start stacking those wins considering their schedule. You know, IU coming up next week, Indiana State. They have Akron after that. Uh, those are games you absolutely have to get. Uh, tomorrow is going to be incredibly difficult but don rejoins us now on the andy moore automotive group hotline don you good to go <laughs> Man, can you I'm hear sorry. me don, i hear i do hear you there buddy you okay i'm fine i'm actually down here at the foul course of bloomington we're just finishing up a oh. golf outing here and uh that's the reason that we're having a little problem every now and then <laughs> how was how was ned doing is ned there with you Oh, yeah. Ned is here today. We, we, I'll see him in a few minutes. We're, we're going in right now, headed to the clubhouse. So I'll tell him that you said, hey. 
Can you tell Ned Fowl that what he has done with that course, and I loved it before, Don. I loved it before. I loved the driving range. There's nothing better than going out and getting hammered in Bloomington and going out and driving balls and trying to hit the guy that was in that little cart trying to pick up all the balls hit out there. Nothing better than that back in my days in Bloomington. But tell Ned, great job with the course and the way that that looks. It's outstanding. Yeah, you're right. It's it's an absolutely beautiful golf course. It's also one of the hardest you're going to play. But that doesn't matter on a day like today. It was just beautiful out here. And uh, we're playing in, an, in the uh, a Peroni's outing. I won't explain it to you. There's no reason to do that. Um, at any rate, Joe Huff and I are riding down the golf course right now. We're going oh. down the number one fairway backwards, and we're headed to the clubhouse as we speak. And Huffer says, hey. Well, let me tell you what. The legend that is Joe Huff. Have you seen what he owns out near Lake Monroe? Uh, I know he's got 300 acres down here, and he's fighting them like hell. <laughs> Let me. Yeah. <laughs> well, well. You, I mean, you know this. As much as we love Bloomington, there's always going to be a fight with local government in Monroe County. There's always going to be a fight. Um, we, we know that to be true. But um, he's got some of the. I, I I thought I had been everywhere around Lake Monroe. And then for Ron Conley, he had a camp out for the cross-country kids, his son Liam, and all the cross-country kids back in, at the end of July. He has a property off Lake Monroe that's absolutely amazing. I've never been on it before, and I, I had to stop and take pictures. It was great. I know. I know. I haven't. He hasn't invited me out there. He always invited me, but I haven't been able to go. <laughs> I haven't been out there yet, but I know it's fantastic. And believe me, we had a great time today. We're not probably going to win this event, but if we don't, it's going to be a shock to most people. <laughs> well, we, we all love Joe Huff. I mean, and Joe Huff, too, takes you back to just such great years of IU football. And, you know, it kind of all started when they went to the All-American Bowl, played Deion Sanders in Florida State, Sammy yep. Smith in Florida State. But obviously, you know, all encompasses, you know, being competitive and beating Ohio State, being competitive and beating Michigan. I mean, if you're looking for glory years of IU football, Joe Huff was a part of it majorly. Well, there's no question. Uh, nobody was a, nobody was a, a better player for his size and as a physical specimen, he was not the biggest guy in the world, but nobody was tougher on the football field than Huffer. And obviously, he was special in that regard. And everybody uh, that knows him and knew about him and watched him play knows what I'm talking about. Well, you tell he says, but yeah. he says, but not a good golfer. <laughs> <laughs> well, you tell Huff if he needs anything from us. We're always there. But man, I'm gonna tell you what, his spot down at Lake Monroe is absolutely unmatched to anything else down there. It's it's really amazing. Don Fisher, voice of the Hoosiers, joins us. All right, uh, if if you were going to tell somebody about what you think this game, and I'm not talking about the game you know, the, the entire game, but the start of the game. What, what's most important for IU at the start of that game at 3.30 in Bloomington tomorrow? Well, in my opinion, you've got to be able to show that you could do a couple of things. Number one, you've got to keep them contained offensively, and you've got to be able to show them that you can do a little bit offensively yourself. And, you know, the biggest question mark in this football team tomorrow will be, how Indiana plays from the quarterback position because you got two redshirt freshmen that have been vying for that position, and we haven't been told yet who's going to start in that spot. But at the same time, 
uh, you know, both of these kids are capable, and they've been going back and forth here the last four weeks of practice and, and uh, fall camp and those kinds of things. And I, honestly, nobody really knows what to expect in that area. And the biggest question mark will be, which one of them will get out there first? And then the second question is, can they manage the game and keep Indiana from making a lot of mistakes out there offensively? Because I think the defense, John, is going to be better than many people think. Uh, only Maybe not necessarily from a defensive backfield perspective, but I think the front seven is going to be pretty good. I, I really do think that they've upgraded the defensive line, and I think the linebackers are going to be solid yeah. and able to do what they're supposed to do. I think the big question mark on defense is in the defensive backfield. Yeah, and you know what? And, and what makes that better is getting in the face of the quarterback, an inexperienced quarterback up front. And and those are things – I think about that, Don, and I think about what they've done. Because I, call, I talked to Tom last week about that, what they've done with that offensive line. That That's where it all starts right there. The defensive line getting after the quarterback, especially with Ohio State, with an inexperienced quarterback, getting after the Ohio State quarterback, back effectively and then being able to protect you know whether you're talking about Sorsby or you're talking about Taven being able to protect and for Taven if he's out there you know maybe some open running lanes where he can take off and show that getting Jalen Lucas loose a little bit with a big play I mean that's what I look for tomorrow if, if I you were able to hang just some big play capabilities that kind of hits Ohio State over the head in that first game of the season to where, you know, things start to be questioned. That's what I look for. Well, I, I agree. And, and my hope is that we're going to see Indiana revert back to how they played in the 2020 season when they were flying all over the field and trying to blitz and you never knew where the, the guys were coming from. I thought that season was absolutely special for Indiana. And if they could get back to that style of defensive play, I think it would be spectacular. But because here, the other thing is, Ohio State's also got a guy that hasn't played much football, even though he's an older guy. I mean, they were battling, two players were battling out for that position at Ohio State, just like Indiana's had there too. So we don't know what to expect from them in that regard. Obviously, they've got an older player. or those Both those guys are older players who compared to, I used two redshirt freshmen, but there's still a question mark in that area, too. So we'll just have to wait and see. But let's face facts here. The Buckeyes are ranked number three and four in the country for a reason. They're one of the most talented programs year in and year out. And this will be a big challenge for this Indiana football team. But I'm looking forward to it. Well, you know what? If you're going to have a big challenge, especially in terms of Ohio State, Don, why not in week number one? Because, I mean, there's nothing figured out. There's really nothing known whatsoever. It's a fresh sheet. So if you're going to take on Ohio State, why not in week one in a day like tomorrow? Exactly. Exactly. So uh, from that standpoint alone, I, I, think, I think people are going to be excited about it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, it's going to be very hot, so people make sure you bring a lot of fluids with you because it's going to be 90 degrees for a long time tomorrow afternoon. But uh, I just think it's going to be a terrific atmosphere, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun to be a part of. Are you and Joe Huff done with your round? We are done with our round. Oh, man. Right Now's now with the fun. What? Well, you're with Joe Huff. Now is when the fun really begins. You know that, right? <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I missed you. Dead Bow was yelling at me. <laughs> 
Now, <laughs> now is when the fun really begins. After the round with Joe Huff. Exactly. <laughs> now, hey, are you going back to Greenwood or are you staying down there tonight? No, I'm actually going to drive up to Cascade uh, High School and watch my son's team oh. play tonight. They're playing up there, so I'll be headed out there here in about an hour. Oh, yeah. See, so yeah, it's not a home game for Edgewood over in Ellisville, so you won't need your supersonic sunglasses with a red well, field. So, actually, yeah. it's not going to be there. It's going to be at Cascade, so we're, we're driving over to Cascade after we get done <laughs> with the Saudi here. <laughs> well, hey, tell everybody down there, um, you know this to be true. Um, if there is a place on earth that I love, it is certainly in and around Bloomington for growing up down there. And what Ned has done with the golf course and obviously being a huge fan of Joe, even before you know, our kids were friends over at Ron Colley. Tell everybody down there hello. 2.30 tomorrow afternoon, you guys get an official underway, right? Absolutely. We're looking forward to it, John. It should be a lot of fun and uh Maybe we'll surprise some people. We'll see. Hey, uh, Edgewood, kick a little ass tonight up at Cascade. We'll be looking at that score. <laughs> Let's hope so. <laughs> they had a tough week last week against Washington, so we hope we can turn it around tonight. I, you know, I have a hard time rooting for Edgewood still because Lance Ringler and his hair. All right? I do. <laughs> I know I'm going to see him. Maybe I won't see him tonight, but I'm going to see him in the near future, and I'm going to say, Lance, you're going to have to do something about your haircut, buddy. Do something about your hair. I always loved it because his wife was so good at everything athletically, better than he was. I love that. That's always been great. <laughs> I'll tell him that you said so. You got it, buddy. I appreciate it, Don. We'll be listening tomorrow. Thanks, John. See ya. It's uh, Don Fisher, voice of the Hoosiers. Man, that brings me back when we're talking about the, the Ned Fowl golf course down there is the OIU golf course. And uh, I played there all the time. When, when I first started in radio, I worked at, at B97 in Bloomington. And uh, me and Mick Barron and John Mitchell, friends that I grew up with at Eastern Green, we lived at Night Ridge Manor, which was basically a stone's throw away from B97. But we played golf all the time uh, at the old IU golf course and hit balls constantly at the old IU driving range. And, man, there is – I have such great memories of that place. And I know Ned Fowl has done a great job in building that up and, and making that into something great down there. And then Don mentioned Joe Huff. Joe Huff was a, a really a part defensively, a linebacker, a part of, of really the great IU teams that we know from the 80s. And he spent a minute with the Colts as well coming out of college. But uh, just a great dude, really a great dude. Uh, he and uh, his son Liam. Uh, Liam is a, a friend of my son, Blake, at Ron Colley. And he owns, he owns a spot and I say a spot, it's like 300 acres, a spot on Lake Monroe that I'd never been to, and I've been to everything down there, and it is absolutely incredible. But uh, shout-out to Don and to Joe and to everybody down there, Ned, at the IU Golf Course. IU and Ohio State coming up tomorrow. 2.30, your coverage begins. That's at 93 WIBC. And then 3.30 is that kick from Bloomington. Quick break. We'll come back. Brent Halverson rejoins us, our betting analyst. We'll go over both Fresno State and Purdue, IU and Ohio State coming up. And then we have Colts Happy Hour at the top of the hour. Mystic Waters Campground, our location, is in Pendleton today. Is the start? 
of a Labor Day weekend bender and a backyard bourbon broadcast on this Friday and looking for you. Mystic Waters Campground. And if you got pumpkin pie and pumpkin cream rolls, if you're over in Pendleton, bring them. We'll give you a ton of love for it, I promise. 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. The Ride with JMV. I love JMV. He looks like Rascal Flats guy. Got a cool soul patch. He does. And a buttery smooth voice. Oh, yeah. 93.5 and 107.5. The Fan. Uh, we have the Harris Hoosier Park race of the day coming at you 50-50 in Benning and Dining. It's not too far away. Had to drop something off at the bank a little bit earlier, so I drove to Anderson today. <laughs> I did. That was me. You know, it's interesting, too, and a shout-out to Anthony Richardson. I actually spent a little bit of time with him earlier today. Um, and it was, it was interesting. It really was. Anthony Richardson, who's going to be the starting quarterback in week one. That's a week from Sunday with Jacksonville in town against the Colts. Mystic Waters Campground, what is up? We are doing what is called a Labor Day weekend bender here. I've called it that. Nobody else has really wanted to touch that, but I've called it that. So we're doing this show out here today. Colts happy hour until 7 o'clock. DJ Skids is going to play live here. And then tomorrow we're going to do a JMV takeover. Don Fisher joined us. We talked about IU, Ohio State. Tomorrow, 3.30 is the kick. 2.30 your coverage. 93 WIBC. Look at that. Hey, all right. Look at that right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, get a picture of that and send that to me. What the hippity hell's happening out there in the lake? Oh, my gosh. That is awesome right What's there. What's going on? Litzy. Purdue. That. Purdue He's going to fall in. State. He's oh, out oh, there oh. in the canoe. What is going on? <laughs> Tomorrow Jake? at noon. Jake. Jake. <laughs> All right, Brent Olverson, our better analyst, is uh, back with us, too. Ryan Stoltz of New Belgium Brewing and Bell's Brewery, who have merged together, joins us, too, fellas. Well, I mean, I, mean, I don't know how we follow that. Litzy's <laughs> out there with a JMV suck sign. In, in hey, J-Law, can you send me that? Yeah, oh, my God. He's out in the kayak, which is, uh, is exactly what that's for. <laughs> yes, it is. But what about that signage right the there? The JMV sucks out there. The, the JMV sucks out in the middle of the water right there. That, is, that is, is this mystic, mystic, that's is mystical, mystic Waters? That is Mystic Waters right there. Mystic. Litzy is making that happen. <laughs> I love that. Oh, man. Love you, Litzy. How are we doing here so far? This is great, man. This is outstanding. And, hey, what a way to kick off Labor Day weekend, right? Great crowd out here. Everybody's yep. coming out. They're here for you, John. I mean, we got oh, a lot of man. good stuff coming on. Yeah, still. This is going till never s- ending. Going until 7, and uh, DJ yep. Skid's going to get up here and spin yep. some tunes for us. I'm excited to hear about all that. And then tomorrow, the very first of its kind, a live JMV takeover on B105 right yep. here from Mystic Waters. Right here from Mystic Waters right there. So it's going to be fantastic. Ryan Stoltz of New Belgium Brewing and Bell's Brewery. You know what's funny? I hear people say all the time, my favorite beer is from Bell's. My favorite beer is, for, uh, beer is from New Belgium. Now we got everybody merging together, don't we? We do. It's... Um so I'd always go to bars, and if they didn't have New Belgium, I'd drink yeah. a Two-Hearted. And yeah. Now, yeah. And now I get to. Now it's part of the family. Get some both, right? Yeah, so it's great. Two-Hearted like, was yeah. one of those legendary beers that everybody had to it's have. It's the number one beer in the middle, number one IPA beer in the Midwest. Is I mean, it really? It, oh, yeah. It's, it's, and I'm sorry it's from Michigan. John, I'm sorry. I know you do. Michigan sucks. I know you do. But I, this is my third year here, and, I mean, I always think it's going to be that's the party you have, and then, then you make it bigger. I mean, this is the party of... This is. It really... I, I don't know how you do it every time. It, this yeah. Is, this is... 
I'm going to tell you what, if I can get pumpkin pie and pumpkin cream rolls <laughs> delivered out here, that's going to be the key right here. I tell you what, what anybody, anybody out there listening, bring it out here because Pendleton, that is, Indiana, that is what he's been talking about for a while. A ton so of I love, love, it. I love that. It's great. But no, no, Ryan, you're right. I mean, yeah. this thing has grown into something. And, you know, this is Brent's idea to bring us all out here and, and do this and combine sports and fun and music on Labor Day weekend. And apparently water sports. In water sports. <laughs> water sports. With Litzy out there, too, in his canoe. So, yeah. And then somebody brought me the vape here, too. <laughs> so, yeah, we're all good, man. This and is then fat. you're drinking fat tire. I am. The new fat tire. That, now, tell me why this is new. So, fat tire is our flagship. Mm-hmm. Um, it was an amber ale. Um, amber ales just have not been doing great lately. So Really? Why is that? Just taste profile. People have just kind of gravitated toward more fruit-forward beers, more drinkable. Um, I, I love Fat Tire. Um, I'd have one or two, you know, and then you, you can only have one or two after that. So we made a new beer, new can, new everything, a little more um, drinkable, more sessionable. So people out there, if you've not tried the new Fat Tire, please try it. It's delicious. I what, love what, it. What's the difference in it? Again, a little bit lighter, yeah. um, a little bit less caramel, a little bit less malt in it, just a little more um, just drinkable. Crushable. It's, a lot of people say in the industry, crushable yeah. is the word. It, it, Brent, you tried one it's too? It's really it, good, man. I, mean, I was blown right, away. And, right. and, and a great story I don't think I had a chance to tell you. So when I lived in Colorado after college, I would always bring back Fat Tire. I'd load my car up, yeah. bring back 12 cases, whatever it could fit in. And uh, when you would fly, you could only bring two cases and I'd bring two cases every time and fat tires always been a big uh, near and dear to my heart thing but those are great man uh, they're Very, so good they're they so are good, good. Yeah. they are good so people people have have um, have not tried fat tire in a while so please yeah try this oh. new one it's it's delicious and it's a new package white can it's a beautiful can beautiful label pops on the shelf. Um, go out there and try it in your show. Your yeah, but like you say, it's, it, it's got that light, but yet flavor. It's very yeah. flavorful. Makes you want to have another. It Makes does. Another I, had, I had a couple. I actually snuck those in between my uh, yeah, I, larcenies I over here. So. And, <laughs> and I had a couple larcenies, too. So yeah, yeah, see, it all yeah, works out good, right? right? Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, do, so. Absolutely. Right. Ryan Stoltz, New Belgium Brewery and Bell's Brewery. How we, what do you guys call them that? Is it still just New it's, Belgium? How's that It's New work? Belgium and Bell's. I mean, okay. We're doing two separate breweries, you know, under one umbrella, but selling both and just one team, one dream. And What else you got over there um we have oberon which is yes. the, the summer beer everyone loves oberon um a lot of claps for that big yep. announcement though we have an oberon winter beer coming out Ooh. called oberon eclipse well, uh, people have been asking for oberon year-round for years um, we didn't want to do the exact same beer and leave it out all year round so we're doing a winter style oberon a little bit higher alcohol a little darker beer called oberon eclipse a purple can just going to be beautiful it's a delicious beer i've tried it just wait. It's going to be out in October on the shelves, so try that. And then we'll go back to Oberon coming back in March. So Oberon year-round. Um, got, you know, of course, Voodoo Ranger over there, which is just that little skeleton yeah. guy just sells and sells and sells. Just tears um, it up. Yep, yep. And then uh, we have Hazy Hearted, which is a brand-new beer from Bells. Um, used to be called Official. Now it's Hazy Hearted, so it's in the Hearted family. Um, a hazy IPA doing very well and, and he brings some he brings some of the best point of sale hats yeah. shirts West Roman, yeah, our, our swag is it's the swags out here is, is outstanding so i mean you're gonna be out here you're gonna have a chance to get some of that it's some really wonderful so, yeah. it's awesome yep. yeah, I, i've got here. some other shirts over here too as well um we've got uh the uh the charity challenge for teacher's treasures with oh, jmp nice. that's on the back that's on the front if you guys want any shirts over here we have that as well uh, and, and a shout-out again to uh, the uh, the Charity Challenge, Breeders' Crown, Teacher's Treasures with me. Uh, been a great time. But, now, what a great way to start this weekend. Oh, it's 
Really is. Couldn't ask for be- and better weather. This is, yeah. this is this is beautiful. And my wife being in the school system, a speech therapist, the school system. I love Teachers Treasure, so thank you so much. Oh yeah, for doing that. Well, yeah. I mean, thank yeah, so always, much. always when it comes to educators, oh, yeah, it's we're always going to be with them. Yeah. So yes, even if I'm like the the dumbest dude around, which is <laughs> that's not the case, John. That is not, not the case. Not arguably right there, but yeah. uh, dumbest dude around. We love our educators too. Hey, Litz, man, that was a great picture right there. I drink my Voodoo Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey, where can people get your stuff? Oh, you can get it any liquor store, any big supermarket, anywhere around. Um, yep. we're, we're around, you know, just Tell having a. Now, you are oh. going to stay with us for a while, right? Here tonight? I know you got to get on the road. You got to get on the road. I got to get down Gola. My God, you get as close to Michigan as possible. I do. I, I do. But you know, I'm gonna stick around for a while. I mean, Northern yeah. night, so we got have a good time. So Ryan Stoltz, Brent, right there, uh, New Belgium Brewing, Bell. Thank Brewery. you guys so much for having me. Man, this, this I love is, you being a part of our backyard bourbon broadcast too. I love it. Look forward to it every time. It's really a pleasure, do. man. Thank you for coming yeah, out thanks. and being a part of it. For right, sure. Brent, I want you to stick around. Yep. Final time, I want some of your thoughts yep. on the games tomorrow as well. Got so, so our betting analyst, you doing Brent IU? IU? Take IU I, I like 30. IU plus the points. I do. I, do I like those 30 well, points. I, mean, I hope you like 30. Holy yeah. crap. 30. 30. Yeah. Like game 30. number one. Game one at home with yeah. a big, rowdy crowd. I mean, know? really, all you have to do is score once, right? You yeah. feel good about that? Yeah. Maybe. they got to hold the uh, Buckeyes <laughs> to uh, under, <laughs> under uh, 38 at that point. <laughs> yeah, but nice. Uh, would be yeah. nice. Absolutely. So, all, right. all right. Thanks, Ryan. Thank you. Thanks, Ryan. Appreciate Ryan Stoltz, New Belgium and Bell's Brewery. Brent Halverson rejoins. Mystic Waters Campground, you guys. Thank you very much. Litsy. Litsy, who... Uh, Got himself out in a canoe in the middle of the lake with the JMV Sucks picture. We'll see you that coming up in a minute. And our weekend look at these college football games. Brent Halverson on the other side. And our Harris Hoosier Park race of the day, too. 50-50 betting and dining from Harris Hoosier Park Racing and Casino in Anderson. That is next. 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. The Ride with JMV. Collect them, trade them, or just enjoy them. 93.5 and 107.5. The Fan. Mystic Waters Campground. We're just getting started on this weekend, too. Our Labor Day weekend bender. Heaven Hill Distillery Backyard Bourbon Broadcast. Thank you, Richard, and Ford's Garage, which is not very far from where we are right now. Down in Noblesville. Uh, thank you to Ryan Stoltz, New Belgium Brewing, and Bell's Brewery, and uh, Heaven Hill Distillery, and Britt Halverson for having us here again. JMV Takeover for the first time ever, all request, live on the road tomorrow night. That's going to be at 6 o'clock. DJ Skids is going to play here at 7. I've got Colts Happy Hour, top of the hour. Britt Halverson, our betting analyst, rejoins us now. All right, I'm, you're going to have some bets for us, but first, got to give a, an accurate... An appropriate toast for everybody here. You ready? We absolutely do. So uh, yeah. first and foremost, uh, thank you that everybody is out here, right? Yeah. And thank you for all that are listening. Yes. All on and YouTube you can, right here. You can you see can this. You can see it all right now via YouTube Live right now, the ride with JMB. Hey, this is a shout out to all you guys that take care of us, and thank you for being a part of this. Cheers to you all. Yes. Here's a little Evan Williams fire to get the evening started. Let's DJ do it. Skids coming after this, right? Woo! Cheers. Cheers, cheers to everybody cheers, there. Cheers. Thank you very much. Salute. Very smooth. 
Well, that's good. That hit the spot right there, didn't it? That is it? good. All good right. way to start the weekend, right, John? And speaking of which, and speaking college of which, football. college football. But before that, yeah, I'm going to give a couple shout-outs. First and foremost, uh, the entire staff here at Mystic Waters, Rachel Wagner. Rachel Wagner, yes. thank you for all you do out here. She is a huge part of what makes this go around. My wife, Lisa Holverson. Lisa is, she's out getting Sage. Sage will be back here, so we're going to have a little bit of a family thing going on here later, which is what this is all about. Uh, we've got uh, our partner, Pete Watson. Uh, big shout-out to uh, uh, Nate Salee as well, uh, all he does. Andy, Wendy, yep. Erica, Larry, Wendy, Caitlin, yeah. Jennifer, Nikki Three Fingers for all you do to help out here, my friend. Eric, Ronnie Rummel. I mean, without you guys, this place would not be what it is. So thank you all. And uh, what they've created out here, yeah. John, is amazing, right? So uh, big shout-out to them. I also want to give a shout-out to uh, Glenn and Glenda Elliott. Uh, Glenn, shout-out to you. Big shout-out back there, my man. They, uh, so, so, John, I, I just found out that he, he won a larceny uh, program we did a few years ago, okay. Big Red Liquors, and uh, wasn't able to go. His wife had, uh, was going through some, uh, some, some cancer issues, and I just found out she's doing well, which is awesome to hear. Right. Glenn as well. We're going to get you guys down to Heaven Hill Distillery to uh, take care of you down there, and uh, let's work on getting them something maybe for a, a game day. But coming up, speaking of game day, John, tomorrow some big bets out there. There's a couple of like Western Kentucky. Look at Western Kentucky, late 11 and a half. Yeah. North Texas plus six. Like it. I like them to win the game, right? And then we talked Purdue. Purdue, go money line. I think it's going to be close. I like Purdue. And then IU plus 30. Why not? Hoosiers at home. All the fans coming out. Start the season off right. And do not forget, uh, starting Thursday, we will be back with our Larceny Lock Loosel Shot Show. Joe's Castleton. You got it. Kicking it off live. We'll see you there. That's Brent Alverson, everybody. The Harris Hoosier Park Race of the Day, 50-50 in betting and dining. To Nick Martin, winning horse was Melita's Fear. Paid $14.20 on a $2 bet, $2 exact $180.40, and a 50 cent trifecta went for $170.25. The Harris Hoosier Park race of the day today. Back with you. Colts Happy Hour is next. Mystic Waters Campground. A Labor Day weekend bender continues. All right, all right. Next. Don't go away. Woo!